Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this magnificent Overreaction Monday, August 28, 2023. This program starts now. Football is not happening for like the next two weeks at the professional ranks, but at the college level, it is already off to an electrifying start. We can't wait to chit-chat about everything that has happened since we left you last Thursday. A lot has happened. A big-time trade took place. Kind of answering a question of the offseason, seemingly very quickly. Jerry Jones says, wait a minute now, if this is fucking a number three overall picks available Mm -hmm. for for, for a what? For a fourth rounder? Uh, Fucking see you later to that fourth rounder. Number three overall pick, Mm -hmm. fourth rounder. I mean, I'm old. People say I'm a little bit out of touch. There's a photo. What's going on over there back in the day? Sure. People said there are things about me being too handsy, maybe too in there. Why is this guy doing press conferences after the goddamn game every single game? Well, because I'm the owner. (laughs) How about I haven't won in 28 years? So what? I know math. Fourth rounder, three overall. What's the fucking question here? (laughs) Send that thing. Get Will Greer the fuck out of town. Was he a number three overall pick? I don't think so. So now Trey Lance seemingly going to a place where an owner is going to have a lot of faith in everything that he could potentially become. Michael Irvin back on TV this morning. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back, Mike. Welcome back to Undisputed, that whole new crew. Yep. Michael Irvin said, people talking out of their fucking minds right now. (laughs) He's saying, people are saying this is a threat to Dak Prescott. Trey Lance is not a threat to Dak Prescott. They've won 12 games. Now, they didn't do their thing in the playoffs, which is always going to be what people determine a successful season upon. He said, but people are saying Trey Lance is a detriment or, or a competition to Dak Prescott or out of their damn mind. Now, Michael Irvin has been a very big Dak Prescott supporter yeah. and obviously a big Dallas Cowboys supporter. But I do think that narrative was an interesting one. As soon as Trey Lance gets there, people act like this is back whenever the draft happened. And they're like, oh, this is number three overall pick. This guy's here to run the quarterback out of town. Weren't they talking about an extension? just a few days ago with Dak Prescott. Wasn't Dak Prescott calling the plays for the last preseason game? And then he did well, by the way. Lit up four tuds for the the quarterback. There's even a little shot from the sideline where Mike McCarthy hears the play call and goes, oh, yeah, I like that play call. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Yeah. I like that play call right there. That's a good play call. So Dak Prescott said, I was not informed of this. I'm not worried. It's business. Like, what's it going to take? But people around the NFL and around media types and then on the X, obviously, were like, well, this means Dak Prescott's not in good shape. It's like, I don't know if anybody of any importance actually feels that way, but I do find it fascinating that Jerry Jones said, we thought about Jalen Hurts a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. You get these big strapping lads at the quarterback Mm -hmm. position. Why not? Why not? Especially if something happens to Dak, I appreciate it. But... What would Trey Lance become? Doesn't appear that he's going to get a chance to get on the field here in Dallas just yet, but maybe here in a few years we'll be able to see what this guy's potential is because allegedly the potential is why he was drafted number three overall. We just haven't seen it. John Lynch, Shanahan apologized to Trey Lance on his way out. Trey Lance apologized to the 49ers on the way out. Just a misunderstanding, a bad situation, a victim of circumstance is what Shanahan said, and now they're both in a new chapter, but that was a big deal. There was also a wrap-up of preseason happening. We saw a lot of good football being played. We saw college football kickoff this weekend. I got murdered by people that hate me on the internet. Boy, oh boy. There ain't nothing like that. Wow. Kind of put the baby down. Mm -hmm. Why don't you take a nap, you know? Mm -hmm. Brad and I enjoy this last weekend before we get on the road. Yeah. Come back upstairs, open my phone. Oh, I'm trending. All right. Who did I fucking piss off now? (laughs) Here's the question. Click on my name. Never doing that again. Yeah. Can't, can't, especially for the next like probably f- ten years. Yeah, yeah right. Just about. Probably the next ten years yep. or so. If I had to go, accidentally click on my name. Okay, that's right. Don't ever. 
for you out there, if you ever end up, trying, I think a good lesson from this is just don't don't click. It's going to be nope. tough because it is your name. Mm-hmm. And you're like, damn, something must be happening. So I click on, boy, those people do not like old Pat McAfee. They do not. Full name in there, too, oh, every yeah. single mm-hmm. time. Uh-huh. I fucking hate Pat McAfee. It was tough. It was tough to read. I'm going to let you know. It was a little bit of a humbling experience. But I want to let all of them know. I am so excited to be back in the college game day. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I can't wait to get baptized yet again in the college football atmosphere in the universe. And I think a lot of them hate me because they think I'm replacing David Pollock or I had some say in the fact that David Pollock's not on the team anymore. I apologize. I like David Pollock. Love David Pollock. Actually offered David Pollock a spot on this show mm-hmm. weekly. I said, yep. hey, Pollock, if you want to come on the show every single week, we'd love to figure out how to make that whole thing happen. So I love David Pollock. I love Gino, who's gone. I love Bear, who's gone. Now, I did say Steve Young, need to fire him. Yep. Matt <laughs> Hasbeck, need to fucking fire him. A friend yep. of mine, no, need right. to fire him. Let him go. Hey, Keyshawn Johnson, what do you get? get hit, fire him. Mm-hmm. You know, I did say all those things during the negotiation, but Pollock was not the case. They're saying I don't love college football as much as David Pollock did. I'm not as invested. I don't care about college football. I'm going to let you know. I have zero off days for the next five months because of how much I am thankful for being in the college football world. You don't think I'm invested. I'm up to like 1 a.m. every single Saturday morning before college game day, making sure I have everything right because although I did not grow up in the South, I do apologize for that. Mm-hmm. Well, now, granted, undefeated. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Don't apologize. Yeah, I wanted to respond to a few people mm-hmm. there about it. Because they're mad about the chains, you know? I'm like, yeah, well, sure. you pay the balance? Of course. Yeah. Off and on, no TV. tie. They're not happy about that. No tie. It's like, I apologize. You know, I, I didn't go to your little southern, hey, let me put Why? this fucking hee hee. Mm-hmm, and now, mm-hmm. behind closed doors, let me be the worst human of all time. But publicly, it is Sunday's best all the time. You know, that matters more than what you actually are like as a whole thing. But anyways, they hate me. I am lucky and thankful to be in your world. I think after this year, you know, now normally the Watts hate me for a little bit when I'm mm-hmm. dropped into a new in WWE, pool, they, they hated me. Sure. Same thing. Sirius XM, pool, still kind of do, but they hated me. <laughs> Normally, though, after about a year, they kind of come around. Some of these people, I don't think they're ever going to come around. I want to let you know. I hate you, too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How about it? But that's not going to slow me down on game day. No, because I love it. I enjoy it. And this year, we're going to be traveling a little bit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The show is going to be there. So uh-huh. we're going to be able to really feel it. And I appreciate Travel it. It was great to be good. back on set with the boys. It was great to be back talking college football. And it was great to watch college football happen yeah. this yeah. past weekend. There's a team, okay, that you need to know about. It's not yeah. West Virginia, even though I talked about them a few times on College Game Day. There's a team in Alabama, okay, named Jacksonville State. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a covering machine this year. Yep. Oh, yeah. For right? sure. It is going to be the team that we need to keep our eyes on. Because that guy right there, a little bit of an axe to grind, a lot of spite, sure. and still coaches football the exact same way. Smallest school in D1A. This is their first year up in D1A, also known as FCS, yeah. as opposed to FBS is how Reese Davis which, explained it all, which makes sense, obviously. But yeah, you get yeah. it. The highest level, this school is there. They play hard. Oh, yeah. They're mm-hmm. fast, and they they beat UTEP Hell yeah. as underdogs, and I think this is going to be a trend all year. Then you think about Caleb Williams, what he was able uh-huh, to do. Man. Sam Hartman, what uh-huh, he was mm-hmm. able to do. There was a lot of great football, and we'll dive into all of it. The Talks of Tables here at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. One half of the hammer, Don Cowboys, Tone Diggs is here. The other half of the hammer, Don Cowboys, Gumpy has not been deported recently, Hell which yeah. is good. Hell yeah. Here we Maybe go. a couple weeks. All the boys in the back, let's dive right in. Notre Dame fan, obviously, it was nice to see Sam Hartman, but... 
With that being said, new quarterback in Notre Dame makes your team better. New quarterback at the Packers appears to be a guy. Yeah. There is video highlights surfacing, and I have not watched every single minute of every single preseason game. I do apologize. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, a clip will hit my algorithm, mm-hmm. and it will show up on my thing. There's this Jordan Love clip of him running back up into the pocket, stepping up in, running to his left, throwing to his right on like a 17-yard sideline mm-hmm. ball or whatever. And you immediately think to yourself, that looks a lot like uh, formerly 12. Yeah, it does. Of the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. What have you learned from this preseason? You guys got to be hyped about everything that's going on in the Packers world, especially with the train. There it is right there. Yeah. Hell yeah. Seed. I mean, that is beautiful. Everybody has a strong arm that's in the NFL, okay? Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, the guy's got arm talent, the guy's got arm uh-huh. talent. Everybody can make every single throw in the NFL. That's why they're in the fucking NFL. And if they can't, they're not going to be in the NFL for long, which might be the case for Jordan Love, but I don't think it's going to be the case because he has showcased things like this. His moxie comes through in the middle of this throw as well. Even attempting that yeah. means his confidence is through the roof. Packers are in a great spot, I think, Ty. You should be very excited going into the season when maybe there was a doubt at some point this offseason. Yeah, for sure, just because you didn't know like I mean yeah he looked good on that you know limited time he had against the Eagles but like still that's that's one quarter when they were getting their ass beat at the time so you can't really it's like okay yeah he threw a touchdown and Darius Slay who we had on last week said like hey he looks like 12 but like still that's there's just not enough tape out there for you to be like okay we're gonna be okay and then as as this everything's progressed in the preseason it's like Every single game, you're kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop and be like, okay, well, where are all the the pieces where it's like, that's why we were worried, like whether it's accuracy or all the other stuff. He hasn't shown any of that. He's just been, he's been unbelievable. And I think, you know, you do still have to kind of temper it a little bit. I'm not saying the Packers are going to go into the year and win 13 games, but like, I I really did. I wasn't just being a homer and saying that, like, I really did believe they were going to win the division this year before all this stuff came out, and it's just everything. It's the accuracy, like the timing. I think a lot of people thought that he was going to have one of those things where, like, you know, he gets a little antsy in the pocket, and because he is kind of a good athlete, like his first instinct would be like, okay, I got to take off and just run. Like he's standing in the pocket. He's he's trying to throw first. The accuracy is the big thing, though. Like every video we saw before this year was like, Okay, yeah, he's got a great arm, but like he's not he's not hitting any of these nets where you see all these other guys doing it very easily. Like every single ball that he's been throwing this year, he's putting it right on guys. He's throwing in tight windows. Like you can tell he has he took all of that time he was behind Rodgers and he learned a shitload. And and I think I really do think the Packers are going to be much, much better than anyone thinks they're going to be this year. I think so, too. I don't think you're the only one or we're the only ones that feel that way. It beca- it's starting to become an actual uh, like conversation. Right. Like, oh, are yeah. the Packers, they, you know, they've got a good team. they got a good team. They've always had a good team. And then they're wondering about the weapons. I think Christian's made some plays. Dobbs yeah, has made some plays great. that people are absolutely in love with. And I assume there's a trenches mentality over there. You know what I mean? You get rid of kind of the old guard. Now there's a new guard in here. It's been causing a lot of shit. You don't think Gutekunst has relayed the message like, hey, this is this is our team now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Everybody here is ours. So, however, this legacy is wrote. This is what they're going to judge. Mm-hmm. Written, written, written. Yeah, because you write, then you wrote. Yep, and it has been written. Bingo. And they're saying, however, our legacy is written mm-hmm. will be upon how this group is judged. Gunter probably speaking to himself in that particular case. Yeah, like, hey, I'm the one that you know didn't Facetime Aaron Rodgers when he was out in his place where he didn't have any phone service. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm the one who, during the darkness, had to make a decision exactly. and decided to move on from a four-time MVP. Best backer of all time? 
Uh, I mean, yeah, you that definitely. I mean, I'd say it's, it's conversation. either him or Reggie White. Yeah, conversation. The best Packer of all time. I'm the one that basically forced that, which then obviously leads to Lazard, who's another good. Which then leads obviously to Cobb, who's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Which you know, Bakhtiari, I guess, is really the only big name hangover right. from the previous regime. So they have that trenches mentality. Possibly get even better. Good for them, man. Love that that has happened yeah. in Green Bay. And good luck to that team. That's probably a fun locker room to be in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Us against the world. Nobody thinks anything. Now, speaking of a team that is incredible right now, oh. another you know team that I don't think people are giving much credit because they're in the same division as the Cincinnati Bengals. They got Joey Burrow. Yeah, that's right. right. They're in the same division as Baltimore Ravens. They got Lamar Jackson, high speed quarterback. Mm-hmm. Odell. Odell Beckham Jr. is there. Yeah. Zay Flowers is yeah, there. What? They got a brand new offensive coordinator, just won national championship with Georgia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got a lot going on there. Cleveland Browns, Cleveland, Deshaun, if he comes back. Yeah, yeah. player in the league. Had a great throw yesterday. Then there's this little city, okay, in western Pennsylvania. Has three rivers in it. A lot of hills and a lot of beers drank. Well, on a very regular basis. Hell yeah. A hardworking group of people, mm. you know, who love their fucking football. Mm-hmm. And they did not know what was going to happen, but there's a college there as well called the University of Pittsburgh, where <laughs> a lot of greats have played for a long time. Well, that quarterback is now a quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that quarterback appears to be making the transition into oh. an NFL quarterback with an offense that lets him throw the ball very smoothly, very easily. They got a guy named George Pickens, who's obviously on the team, and Johnson there. The Pittsburgh Steelers... I mean, there's reason to think real big about this season yep. and dream real big about this season. Tone, I assume every highlight you see of Kenny Pickett in this offense not being the mundane bullshit that it was last year gets you, ooh, that has to get you zeked up yeah. right there, Tone. How do you feel about the Steelers? Obviously, going into training camp, nobody's really having high expectations no. for the Steelers. Now, seems like everything's gravy in Pittsburgh. No, I mean, all preseason, like, those two throws were just an exclamation point on what's happened the all three games in, in this preseason. It's been absolutely perfect from Kenny and the offense they have gotten literally every single person uh on the offense engaged Naj got a touchdown Jalen Warren got a touchdown Pickens has been good Deontay Johnson's been good Fryermuth's been good Darnell Washington and all the draft picks Herbig's been coming off the edge Darnell Washington is just washing everybody out Joey Porter Jr.'s got a pick everything's been absolutely perfect as it possibly can be for the preseason and people looked people said oh Mike Tomlin got to see this guy every day and he picked him, and, it, and they didn't think he was going to be fucking good. Had to wear gloves. That's right. Huh. Put this ball in your hand, yeah. boys. Mm-hmm. Hey, boy. Let me see, it. Let me see, see how small hands, those boy. mitts are. Boy. It's been out. He was, he was fucking phenomenal. Yes, it's just the preseason, but I'd rather look him look unbelievable than not. And then, you know, TJ was – it was hilarious because it was against the Falcons' second-team O-line, but it was just funny to watch TJ just manhandle some guys for, for a drive or two. Everything was perfect. All the linebackers they brought in were perfect. All the old linemen they brought in were perfect. It was about as perfect as the preseason as you can get, and we'll see if it transfers over. Okay. Well, mm. they say, you know, Foxy, 4-0 in the preseason, uh, Detroit yeah. Lions. 0-16 right. in the regular season. No, no, that does not mean that's not. that that's going to translate. <laughs> no. We're just saying, history does tell us that preseason records mean uh, no. less than nothing. Right. Yeah. Let's talk about the Patriots. What's going on in New England? How are we? Are we great? Are we back? Yeah. Bill O'Brien's there. We got an offense. Remember, yeah. Mac Jones is going to do his thing. These two pumped about the season. Oh, yeah. Where are oh, you yeah. at right now? I'm not pumped. I'm, oh, I'm not no. Pumped. Oh, what happened? No. I'm, I'm really excited to watch 31 teams play football. Oh, this year. what happened? Oh, no. And, 
and let me just say that that's not meaning you know they're going to have the first overall pick and the Patriots are going to be some terrible team. They're going to be in a lot of games because of how good their defense is. Oh, good. Defensive line's absurd. They added a couple great pieces. Christian Gonzalez, the rookie cornerback that fell to us in the draft, he's been unbelievable. So there are great things on that side of the ball. Now on the offensive side of the ball is kind of where we get worried. You mentioned Bill O'Brien. By far the biggest pickup you know we could have had this offseason after what we saw with Matt Patricia. We, I mean, we won eight games with a guy who you know is doing dishes at Denny's right now. And it, for that to kind of translate with Bill O'Brien. Not I easy. Think, Those moons over in Miami. No, yeah. Those things really have a lot of cheese yeah, kind they, of sticking yeah. to the plates. Yeah, no. That yeah. NFL experience will probably help in there. Oh, yeah. Get a little, uh-huh. get a little elbow. Some detail, I mean, the syrup. Don't, don't get me wrong. Oh, the that's syrup. Good. Oh, oh, off of oh, Denny's you plate. Me? Are you waffle, French toast, pancake guy? I'm a. Uh, pancake guy. Always? Always. Oh, I always have been. Never been a cereal guy, so I had to eat pancakes growing up, no matter what. But wow, what a life. Yeah, well, hey, uh, Patricia's still doing every morning. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, geez, I got yo, Fruity Pebbles coming yo, out of Fred Flintstone's I wish I could have had Fruity Pebbles. Uh, yeah, of course. It all made me yeah, throw we, up. We, I think that was kind of the only option there for a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if my parents were waking up to make pancakes and if they were trusting me to make pancakes every morning. Uh-huh. But I respect that that happened to your house. Probably made you the mature man that you are now. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's what it was. I think so, too. But with all that being said, it comes down to one guy, and it, it kind of always has, and it's Mac Jones. He, he, if he plays like he did his rookie year, it'll be great. If he plays like he did last year, we'll be dog shit. But, I mean, you look around the division, the Bills, Dolphins, and Jets, I think, are three of the top 12 Super Bowl favorites. So it's not it's not stacked up for us right now. Yeah, I think the Jets, obviously, going to be a conversation here today. I'm kind of waiting for AJ to join us because the way Aaron looked, uh-huh. I don't want to get too excited because they had to punt on one of the drives. Right, they true. Did. Okay, that kind of hasn't been chatted about in a lot of the conversation, but there was a penalty on Randall Cobb where, sorry for being too tough in football, mm-hmm. does a uh, blindside crackback block, but he did it with his back pretty much. It was uh, a... It was, it was an, I, I guess they're going to call it because it's yeah. 2023. They have to. But I don't think anybody's mad at him for doing it, but that puts them behind schedule. They're not able to pick up first down. They have to punt next time they go out there. That throw to Garrett Wilson at first, that's a run play. Man. That he's yes. throwing right to Garrett yep. Wilson. That was a check at the, as the ball is being snapped. Garrett Wilson was ready for it. I mean, it's just like, I think where they are with the amount of work that they've put in, I think it's paid off. I think it's very evident, and I think they're going to be good. He missed one throw high. I think there's a chance maybe we're getting a little jitters out. I think maybe we're just kind of spinning this whole thing. I think he even said, got on the field, didn't get hurt, scored a touchdown. Like, hey, we're feeling good. We're vibing. First time he's played in a preseason game since. Oh, I don't know. A long time. 18, I, I think I saw. Yeah, 2018. I didn't know if it was 2008 or 2018. This motherfucker's been in the league that long. <laughs> yeah. That could be the answer. So, congrats to the Jets seemingly paying off. Can't wait to hear what AJ thinks. Joining us now is a man who – this is filthy, by the way. Filthy. Yeah. There's not – late hands, too. Like, I, I think oh, Darius yeah. Butler pointed out, like, Garrett Wilson's late hands. It's his second year in the NFL. So, super veteran move is obviously DBs are playing your eyes and then they're playing your hands. So, whenever wide receivers, like, slow down, their eyes get big and their hands start going up, that's when DBs know to turn uh-huh. their head and they're in there. Garrett doesn't lift his hands until that ball is basically right above the guy's fucking head. Give me that. Yeah. Oh. No chance. No chance of being stopped. That's a beautiful thing. I think they're going to be pretty silly. Mm-hmm. I think it gets silly. Get silly. I think they're going to. I think New York's going to love it. Good for them. But the AFC East is stacked this year. Two and those out of fall. Joining us now. We have a video on that later. It's mm, shout out Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's what two and needed. It's awesome. Joining us now is a man that probably has a lot more information about everything that's about to happen from now until 4 p.m. tomorrow when all the cuts need to be made around the NFL. Senior NFL insider for the NFL Network, host 
of a daily show that'll be taking place at the exact time our show is on, oh. on the NFL Plus and the NFL Network, called the NFL Insiders. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rappaport. Yeah. What's up? Rap, how you doing? Is that the heartbreak kid you got on your uh, chest there, pal? Little Shawn Michaels tribute? Yep. One of my one of my original homage t-shirts. Still uh sure. still hanging on. Is that uh the heartbreak kid thing? Is that um is that like a metaphor for what you did? As far as uh-huh. having a show at the exact same time as you? Well, also we can dig a little deeper. Yeah. Shall we? You want to get a shovel out? Wanna get a shovel out here? We can Absolutely. do a little deeper. So, you know, in my negotiations in a lot of places, you know, I said like uh Alec, my people are my people though. Like, so, like, Rappaport's one of our people. So, mm-hmm. wherever we would have ended up at, like, you know, you would have been basically our show's insider. Okay. You know? We've yeah. been very lucky for that. We've been very appreciative for that. But, boy, those were not easy conversations in the middle of negotiations whenever you're talking, you know, about stuff. But I was like, nah, this is how it's going to be. And if you don't like it, like, we're not going to work anyways. So I appreciate that. The fine people at ESPN who have literally, you know, the direct, the direct, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. conversation mm-hmm. piece. They were like, yeah, hey, listen, whatever. It's your guy. You got to do what you got to do. I was like, all right, perfect. Thank you. We make the whole deal. Appreciate that. People, hey, no problem. No problem, honestly. it's not. You make our show better. We're very thankful for that. Then as soon as we announced the thing, you know, a big day, I, I was pretty yeah. pumped up about it. The negotiation took a few months. There was a lot of things that took place. Everybody said, oh, are you going to be able to have rep? Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to have rep Porter. So our people were calling me a sellout to protect you, who works for the NFL mm-hmm. full time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and were attacking me for, like, not being able to have. I was like, that was actually a big piece of the negotiation is being able to have our people on. And, and now... You you say, yeah, actually, give me a show that's noon to three. Wow. Give me a show yeah, that now. is noon to three. Exactly. And I'm heartbroken about it, you know, because I had to, like, actually, I had to, like, actually, you <laughs> oh, know. God. Make mm-hmm. sure he doesn't fall, please. No, he's getting on top of the mountain. I had to stand on a table. Yeah. You know, yeah. I yeah. actually, I had to actually stand on a table and say, like, nah, this is these are my guys. And then my people killed me for it. You saw it. Could have responded, did not. <laughs> nope. But my people uh, killed me for it. You know, I always respond in my heart. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Sure. Oh, nice. And then now you got to show. We're happy for you. We want to let you know we're happy for you. I am pumped for you. I think your show's going to do amazing. I think we're probably going to end up quoting it a bunch because the amount of information that's going to come out of it, it's actually a pretty sound business move by the NFL Network folks to do it. But with that being said, I am heartbroken, just like Shawn Michaels. That's right. Right there. Because boy, oh boy, did I take a. This is how it's going to be. Real stand. Well, and no, then me, whammy! No, no, no. Let me just explain how this is going to work. And by the way, I appreciate it. I'm very excited about this show. This was the one that was on the Fast Networks last year yeah. that oh, did well. It yeah, yeah, was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, right. It's, yeah, obviously, we all know what that stands for yep. by now. Um, so the way Fast it's acting work is streaming team. Yeah, that's yep. right. They wore oh. t shirts. Fast. Yes. I and they were blurry because they were moving. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. You know what I mean? Like a flag that's flying. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about right. Yeah. Um, so we are going to go that's live sound. on NFL. Yeah. Like Actually, it had sound on the shirt. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. as you First read it. Musical steps. Anyways, yeah, it was so yeah. good, though. Daily Show. Go ahead. Sorry. Right. So here's how it's going to work. We are going to be live on NFL Plus. Plus. Plus, I, the, uh, the delay, I don't know if we could nail it like that, but live on NFL okay. Plus, 
from 12 to about 12.50. And then it's going to re-air, not necessarily live at 1 and 2 on NFL Network. When news breaks, there's going to be places we're going to update. So I would not say that any taping or live show would necessarily interfere with anything else that I may end up doing with someone oh. who can't seem to wear sleeves and oh. almost fell off the table. No, I never fell off the table. I'm pretty no. comfortable out there. I hot horse. I've seen time. you take some bumps. I've hot horse a couple times. You know what I mean? Uh, well, that's great news. Uh, we are genuinely pumped for you, though, because they're not just handing out daily shows over there at NFL Network. That's not something they do. You know what I mean? Like, Good Morning Football gets rerun seven times, yeah. I think, through the day. And then NFL Total Access is at night. You know, I've actually, like, reached out to the NFL Network, not this cycle, but, like, two cycles ago. Like, hey, is there any – do you <laughs> – that, that conversation went pretty slowly. So I think you should be incredibly proud of yourself, Rap. Yeah. You've done great. I've done you. great. Uh, now, with that being said, uh, let's move on to some news that's breaking. I'm assuming you're getting some right now on your phone. Uh, I just missed a call from a GM. Hopefully it wasn't... Uh, we'll call you back. We'll call you back. We'll call you no, back. That's all right. That's all right. Hold on. I, I, I do what I always do, which is I say urgent, and then if they say yes, then I call back. Okay. Okay. Shout out to this GM, by the way, whoever yeah, it please. is, whatever they want to do. You might be watching. I doubt it. We got a big time. This is obviously a big time for GMs right now before 4 p.m. tomorrow. Yeah. There's already been some cuts that have kind of been leaked. Are we going to hear all this tomorrow morning? When do you think we find out about everything? And when are teams doing all the moving? Uh, there's going to be a bunch today. And I think, you know, the NFL really did a good thing. Um, I'm not – I know you kind of make fun of me for being selfish. This is not me being selfish. This is something different. But taking it off a Saturday three, I mean. in the so. middle of – a holiday weekend and making it on a Tuesday was, did a lot of good things for the NFL, um, not necessarily reporters who don't want to work on a holiday weekend on a Saturday. But anyway, um, so now that it's tomorrow at 4 p.m., a lot of these cuts happen earlier. And I think what it allows teams to do is get the roster in order, maybe make some trades and just kind of know who they have. So I think you'll get a bunch today. I think there's a couple trades that may happen as well. We've already seen a couple of them, you know, depth offensive linemen, uh, Browns Patriots did a running back offensive tackle swap. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, just got a text back. Not urgent. Okay. Uh, okay. Sorry. All right. Well, tell them, tell them you don't appreciate them being a GM trying to put their team together, just trying to have a chat with Ian Rappaport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell them, to, I hope that's not us. Is that, is that Chris Ballard? It's not Chris Powell. No. Okay, thank you. Although, I will say, you guys are in the middle of it right now. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah, so what's happening? Uh, allegedly, now this is a Stephen Holder report. Uh, he's been around Indianapolis a long time. He said six teams were interested. Two people made offers, including the Miami Dolphins, I believe, was his report last yes. week on Friday. Now, interested, what does that mean? Is that like Brandon Bean and Howie who call on everything? Does that mean interested? Or teams actually putting up what they think it would take to become an I don't want to say owner. It sounds bad, but uh, Jonathan Taylor's team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is there anybody? How how close are people, and how do you think the Colts are viewing this? Uh, first of all, I, there is real interest. Um, I know there was a lot of teams that called, and you're right. A lot of those calls are. I mean, it's. I sort of when people will ask me like, who's in the mix? I don't even say the Eagles anymore because they really do call on everyone. Um, but that's and there's a you know I think the Jets are kind of like that. Bills are kind of like that. Like there's plenty of teams just calling everyone. There is real interest. Um, to me, I would say, at this point, I would say it's probably more likely he gets traded than he stays. 
Okay. Um, so are they going to take it? Are they going to take best offer? You think that's where the Colts are at this point? Because I think Florio alluded to that last week as well. I mean, I think as long as the offer is good enough, I would say yes. So what does that mean? Well, Christian McCaffrey got traded for a two and a bunch of other picks. You know, I don't know. We'll see if they get that. I mean, it's all about market and need. And I think at that point, the 49ers were very motivated to deal for Christian McCaffrey. So that was what they were willing to pay. Um, If Chris Ballard gets that, then I think a trade probably gets done. If he gets close to that, it's just if you're the Colts, and you don't make a trade, where does this go? Yeah. Like, which was going to lead me to this. He, Josh Jacobs and the Raiders were able to just negotiate a deal which would get him paid more mm-hmm. than what the franchise tag would pay him. Feels like a Saquon Barkley-type move over in New yeah. York. Does that affect yep. how the Colts and Jonathan Taylor are talking at all? Does that affect anything in that particular sphere? And how did that Josh Jacobs deal come to be? Because we heard the GM tell a fan, we'll get it done. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll get it done. Was there ever a doubt? No, I, I, I always thought it would get done, but there were some times when it got a little tense. So I can't pretend that it was like, oh, you know, as expected. Like, it wasn't necessarily as expected. Uh, it was it was a lot of waiting around. It was a lot of angst. And then I think the last couple of days, um, you know, Josh Jacobs and his agent were in Las Vegas, flew to Las Vegas, and were like, let's, let's start meeting and let's have conversations. And there was some high-level conversations with Raiders people that kind of, I think, cleared the air a little bit. Um, made sure everyone got on the same page. And, you know, it's tense because there was an offer and then there was a counter and eventually they couldn't get together on a long-term deal. But I think the the hope of these conversations was like, this doesn't necessarily mean what we think of you. It's just, we couldn't agree on a deal. We just disagreed on value. And they got together, they had some meetings. They, I think everybody realized that Josh Jacobs should be there on time with enough time to go out and be in shape and go kill it this season. And then that's the best for everyone. Yeah. And I think it does help the market a little bit because he's in, in the books at one for 12. And so, you know, Taylor's obviously going to get over that anyway, but just another block. This, this cycle or like you think think whoever, whoever trades for him is going to have a new deal for him. It's going to be over. Do you think it's gonna be like 14 a year? Cause he wanted 17 at one point. What do you think the asking price is now? I I don't know what the final number is going to be, but I would imagine it's over twelve, and I think it's going to be a real you know real running back salary. And you know from like you know you always want these players to get as much as they possibly can. You always want Absolutely. them to get what they're worth. A billion. And so if he gets, let's say, just a real running back deal after getting traded, that helps everyone, and that kind of reestablishes the running back market where it should be, which is great young players get paid at the top of the market. That is the way it should be. You think it's Miami? I know they're in the mix. Um, it, they're not alone. Um, there is another. I, I think so. I, I think that is right. Um, there is at least another team. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure who it is, so I don't want to just say. Oh, it, really? But you don't know what's that mean? You know, there's another team, but you don't know who the team is. How's that work? I'm so you not got like a hundred percent positive, and I don't want to. You know, that's the problem. Is like you see that in baseball, it's like mystery team, and everyone's like, okay, sure, but like, how do you, you know, know you though? Know. Just, just because you talk to people who talk to people, so it's like third hand. There's a team other than the Dolphins that has made. Uh, an offer, and you know that because two people have said that know who the people are or something like that? That's right. Like, that's how that right. information... But then, yeah, but then, like, you know, to say it publicly, you'd have to be, like, absolutely sure, and I'm not absolutely sure who that team is, but mm. I do believe, like, I think the Colts are going to have enough 
to where they are going to be able to trade him. That is what I mean. And and as I know you how deeply you care about the Colts. Like that, I think this is going to be best for them in the long run. Uh yeah. A guy that doesn't want to be there is not going to be there anymore while you're building a new culture. Yeah. Get him out. That's good. Now, our Madden rating is going to go down as a team. Sure, for sure. Because we're losing a really good player. Exactly. And our team's talent level is not at the point where we can just be throwing away five-star guys. But with that being said, a five-star guy isn't a five-star guy if he isn't all the way in. So he'll be a five-star guy hopefully somewhere else that pays him and he feels wanted and he's all the way bought in, and I hope that happens. But in your building, you don't want that. Nobody wants that. I mean, it's like we, we can't. It's almost like how people say the NBA guys run the league. And it's like with how little of the amount of people they have on their team, if yeah. one person is being a fucking at, nope, nope, yeah. that's going to cut. You have no chance of having success. No. So it's it, like I think NBA guys – now I've just realized that, like, oh, yeah, we have all the say in the world. All we got to do is, oh, our hamstring hurts. Mm-hmm. Harden, out of Brooklyn, right. right over to Philadelphia. You know what I mean? Like, d- those types of things just seem to happen. I think in the NFL, if you're a guy, you could probably do it too, you know? Yeah. Like Jonathan Taylor. Well, sure. I mean, I, I remember, the, I know this has happened forever, but the first one, when I kind of really started doing this, Jalen Ramsey with the Jaguars was the first yeah. one. He where fought I was the like, D coordinator, right? Yeah. The, or the head coach. I forget if he fought Doug or if he fought the D. I don't D- think it was Doug. Well, it was I awesome. Think he actually, I think was he it? actually likes Doug Marone. If I remember, I think he likes – I think it was more the – I don't want to put words in Jalen Ramsey's mouth, but I think it was more the Tom Coughlin in the front yeah. office oh. than – because I think him and Doug Marone are tight. But that was the first time when I was like, like this is a player taking control of his own situation – Going somewhere else, getting paid like that was OBJ OBJ in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. You know, hey dad, that was a good one too. Took a took a pay cut, or yeah, I think took less money to leave and then got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, and also if you're the Browns, there's literally what are you going to do? Keep around Odell Beckham Jr. who hates Mm -hmm. being there? Like you can't have that in meetings. Can't have that in the locker room. Can't have that traveling. Like Jonathan Taylor pretty much said, yeah, okay, you want to keep me around. It's going to suck for everybody, Mm -hmm. including me. It's going to suck for me. I'm sure Jonathan Taylor's not having fun. I'm sure this is not a fun no, time sure it's in Jonathan terrible. Taylor's life. So hopefully he'll have success elsewhere. And congrats to Shane, St- uh, Shane Steichen now actually having a chance, yeah. you know, to maybe win over everybody in the room. We'll see how that happens by tomorrow, huh? Uh, yeah, I think that the, the, the deadline uh, is tomorrow. Um, and I think that makes sense to make sure that all roster moves are are kind of done. So I think that makes sense. Yeah. Tom Diggs has a question for you, Rap. I no, I just had a, a follow up on that, and then he answered why the deadline was tomorrow. But follow up on that. Um, so Trey Lance is taking Dak's job. That's what the internet's telling me. That's awesome. <laughs> um, I, I it's funny. So that was first of all, I actually thought. So there's two separate things for the 49ers. Bad original trade up, obviously. Like I don't think anybody needs to say that now. Yeah. Like, worst of all time. They're saying yeah. worst of all. That's what they're saying. Not great. I mean, I've not... been researching every pick, but but that I mean, seems like it's there. certainly yeah. up there in the Mount Rushmore. Bad. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Put it in bad. Yeah. On the other hand, getting a four for him now when it's you know look, it's already bad. But I thought they did a nice job. That there was a, there was a real market. Um, this is a, this is a future trade. So like. The fact that everyone texted right away is like, what does this mean for Dak? I'm like, nothing. Yeah. Like, Trey Lance, I think, has some talent. You hope that he develops. I think that would be awesome. Uh, he was the third stringer with San Francisco. 
And then for people to think that he's going to come to Dallas after being a third stringer and then challenge the starter is wild. Like, I just don't see that to be reality. Like, if he could develop and get himself together, I think he can develop as a good backup in Dallas, and then we'll see. But to me, like, to, for people to say, like, what does this affect Dak? Like, not at all. Like, yeah. Yeah, Michael does. Irvin lost his mind this morning as people were talking about Trey Lane. Dak starts slipping a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Look for them to potentially send in Trey. It's like, I don't know if that's going to uh, happen for a few years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dak, Cooper Dak, Cush. Yeah, Cush was a dog. Yeah. Come on. He was an absolute dog until he wasn't. But yeah. also, Dak Prescott's calling plays. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think that is they, – they love Dak, I think, more than they've ever loved Dak right now. And they're going to have to because last year, social media team was killing them. Yep. Fans were killing them. This yep. training camp, internet was killing them. Mm-hmm. Now it feels like the team's around them. Good luck to Dak. I don't know how he's going to have success, but I'm pulling for it. Let's stay in San Francisco here for a second. Go ahead, Ty. Yeah, Rapshi, what the hell is going on with Bosa? It seems like all offseason they've said, hey, don't worry about this. It's going to get done. But, like, our backs are up against it. You know, tomorrow we'll be in single digits for how many days we are until the, the opening kick like there's been absolutely no movement on that either I feel like we haven't heard anything like is this actually going to get done before the start of the season I mean I I think at least there are they're not there yet and I don't get the sense they're close at all so I don't get the sense anything is imminent um but at least they're you know it sounds like there's been some level of conversation I guess uh which is you know as there should be it's like there's been at least some touching base um they're not there yet and I know this probably doesn't make anyone feel better, but, like, there still is a lot of time. I mean, Bosa, I'm sure, keeps himself in unbelievable shape. I don't think oh, he's yeah. going to need a lot of, like, acclimation Job. period, you know? Um, so even if he shows up, you know, five days from now, like, I'm sure he'll be ready for the season. He's going to make a lot of money. I, I feel very confident that if he signs a deal – um, He's going to be the highest paid edge rusher in the NFL. Hey, I feel very confident. Congratulations. In that. Let's go. And he should be. It's just how high does he get? Does he get Aaron Donald? Does he get highest paid non QB? Like, what does he get? Um, and I think that's more of the question than like, are the 49ers going to pay him? Like, their offer is substantial. And there's been, I know, you know, kind of back and forth. Um, it's going to make a lot of money. It's really just a question of how high um, and when. You know, Nick Bosa and his agent go, all right, like, this is proper. Seventh-round quarterback, rookie quarterback, second-year quarterback contract, too. That's good. Mm-hmm. You don't have that kind of eating the salary cap Amazing. as much as, you know, other teams would. I would assume Purdy, if he has a great season this year, he's going to go to the table and say, hey, just like the Russell Wilson Seattle Seahawks yep. had to have that conversation happen. Next year. Yeah. Next off. It can't happen for three years. Oh, that's CBA? So, so the, yeah, so the 49ers – like, this is, you know, once you have a starting quarterback, it doesn't matter how you got him. But, God, this is the greatest thing because, like, he has to play on this little deal for three years. Oh, jeez. Like, so that's nice. why, like, yeah. and you see some teams. Like, seventh round, hold on, though. Hey, we should explain this. Like, a seventh round draft pick, the last pick of the NFL and the third pick of the NFL, very different contracts. Mm-hmm. Very, very, he's playing on a very small Contract signing bonus probably like fifteen thousand, twenty thousand dollars at that last pick. I'll have to look it up. Let's see. I wonder if I could look it up. Yeah, I do wonder what that is. Well, you guys should look it up. Probably around there. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure it was very, very low. Yeah, so that's a vastly different number than what you have to do with Trey Lance or with Jimmy G. Seventy-seven thousand dollars signing bonus. A little bit different than what you're getting number three overall. Congrats to the fucking 
NFL, too, that the last pick is getting 77K. Yeah, unreal. I don't know what AQ got as a signing bonus. Mine was like 50. I was 222. So I, I, AQ was like two picks after me, I think. I wonder what his was. These dudes are getting 77,000 the last week. Congrats if you're making no money. With that being said, you're a starting quarterback of a team that's going to the NFC Championship in the face of one of the biggest. Congrats to the Niners having to pay nothing. Yeah, let's go. Having to pay next to nothing for this guy. And getting out of the Jimmy G deal, it's over. Trey Lance deal, it's over. They move on. Let's talk about another quarterback where there's an interesting situation occurring. You tweeted about it this morning. Hennon Hooker, the Detroit Lions, put on the non-football injury list, the NFI list, instead of PUP. And you said that they said, hey, no rush. Take your time. We'll do this whole thing. Why the NFI designation as opposed to any of the other options? Uh, okay, good question. The NFI comes w- when it's called non-football injury, but really what it is is non-NFL injury. So because it was an ACL from college, it's quote-unquote non-football injury, which for them is basically the same thing as like he tore it working out before he was drafted or something like that. So it's the same. It's just called something different. You know, it didn't. I didn't get the sense this was like a big surprise. And, you know, one thing you can do when you have a really good – I mean, Jared Goff is now like a really good starting quarterback. When you Bonafide. have a really good starting, right, it really is. When you have a good starting quarterback, you can say, you know what, let's just wait. And so I think they're t- making sure that um, they take it slow, that he is healthy. Um, I think the, you know, this was sort of signaled when Teddy Bridgewater signed because you don't need Teddy Bridgewater if Hendon Hooker's the backup. Um, but I think it's it's good for him. I think it's good for the team and. You know, it also allows him to develop a little bit, too, without any of the pressure, which is a good thing. Teddy played pretty good, too. I was watching him this weekend. Yep. He seemed to know where he was going, what he was doing. Yep. Him not wearing 50 kind of yeah. kind of ruins a lot of it for me. But Agreed. Let's talk about the NFI. So they don't have to pay him, or they agree to a payment? How does that whole thing work? Uh, they, they will. Um, if you injure yourself in a, like, let's just go out on a limb and say, or take a random example. Let's say you injure yourself in a jet ski accident. Okay. Sure. Um, like when not using any over. specific example, but I'm just saying, let's say you injure yourself in a Naeem Hines. accident. Right. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, got um, you just team, said Naeem Hines is what you said. Oh, I'm yeah. saying in general. Oh, yeah, you said anyone yeah. On so, like sure. earlier this offseason, Naeem Hines got right. hurt on jet ski. was not his fault at all. No. He's just chilling. Some other person couldn't control their horse. If, yeah, if, horse. if that is what happened, yes. Um, the, Interesting. But anyway, oh. so they do not have to pay him. Based on the NFL rules, it's just like if you have a skiing accident, you know, essentially the NFL doesn't have to pay because there's things for your contract that you're not allowed to do. For instance, when you get up on a table, like, you know, and you put yourself at risk, like if you were in the NFL, you'd be like, what is Pat doing on a table? He could injure himself. Yeah. Okay. Walking down the street, playing basketball, doing anything you can hurt yourself. Obviously, there's higher risk of injury doing certain things like skydiving, I thought you were potentially going to say. Oh, yeah. uh, motorcycle accident, something like that. All along bad. those terms, which has all been in the past. But, like, so the NFI is basically the not our fault injury list. Like, hey, mm-hmm. this one's not yeah. our fault, so we're going to have to figure this out. They'll pay him, you think, though? His yes. prorated contract? I'm sure they will. Yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, they, they drafted him knowing that this would probably be – that. This would probably be the case. And he's not on the roster at all then, right? He takes up no spots. Correct. Okay. Right. All right. Well, same, same thing with the same thing with the pup guys. So if anyone starts on pup, then they are kind of like off to the side, which like, you know, means you can't play first four weeks. That's bad. The other part of it is um, they there's someone else who doesn't get cut. Okay. And a quick follow up on the quarterback situation. This third quarterback thing. 
does that person have to get cut from the team first, go to the practice squad, then they're the third designated quarterback that doesn't allow to play any other positions? Or do they have to go through waivers? Because I think this is going to be a difficult decision for some places, right? They have to be on the active roster. Oh, okay. So the active roster goes to 54 then? No. The ga- this only affects the game day roster. Oh, it doesn't so, affect the 53. No, Got it. no, no, no. But that's why, like, I'm actually really interested to see because there's probably more, like, good third quarterbacks now than I could remember. I and so. so we might see more on rosters just because it gives the team the option of activating one on game day. Or we might see it, like, only for a week, like, 16, 17, 18, and then the playoffs. Like, I'm really curious to see how teams are going to do this. Yeah, I wonder if they'll activate them to the third quarter. Yeah, because you ha- you can. If you if you have him on the roster, it means he's going to be the third guy. Yeah. If he's not on the roster, they has clear waivers. There's going to be a lot of teams that are going to pick up a lot of these guys who just have a little bit of hope. All the while, the XFL watches and goes, of course, now they're promoting keeping three <laughs> Damn it. fucking quarterbacks. We got no talent over here. Last question. Boston Connor for you, Rap. Yeah, Rap Sheet. Uh, Mrs. Stafford came out and basically said that Matthew was having trouble <laughs> Making new friends. What's so funny? It's real sad. No, funny. They're married. Funny. That's her name. No, I get no, no. I know that's her name. She's great just, too. She's yeah. a badass. Yeah, it is a fan. hilarious world. No, she is awesome. I I agree, and she's very entertaining. It's just like you guys are asking me all these questions, and I love it. But if the start of a question was like, "Your wife said this," please respond. It would be. Anyway, it'd be very funny. Leah did say yeah. that she was yeah. not thrilled about right. the noon to three show. She did no, say that. She, she Leah yep. said what you like, she was not pumped about it. She was happy for you. Mm-hmm. Professional. She was like, she oh, her old question was like, like, is Pat okay? I was disappointed. Uh, we're still yeah. good. I texted you. And I told like, you I was yeah, disappointed. We're, good. we're very disappointed. I told you I was oh. I was heartbroken, just yeah. like the shirt, which it makes sense. But anyways, back to Connor's Go question ahead. about yeah. Mrs. Stafford. Yeah, yeah, and you can say we're good, Rap Sheet, but Pat's the only one that said he's good with you. I, I never said something of the sort. But uh, <laughs> with Matt Stafford in the Rams, what exactly are the expectations coming out of there? Obviously, you know, after their Super Bowl, they kind of fell off a cliff with the spending, which is going to mm-hmm. happen. It is what it is. But is this, uh, like, actually real? Do they? They have some sort of disconnect in the locker room. Are there any real expectations that they're going to compete with Seattle and uh, the Niners? Or what are you thinking and what are you hearing out of L.A.? I have no idea. It is so interesting. They are so young. So she's right, obviously. I mean, of course she's right. But there's a lot of players that he needs to build a rapport with and he needs to learn and he needs to know. And it is the – I don't know if it's the youngest team – that we've seen, like, I'll be curious when all the numbers come out, when the roster finalized, but there's going to be a lot of undrafted free agents and a lot of young draft picks. They're going to be a very well-coached team. And, like, Sean McVay, without the expectations, um, I'm just, you know, and still, like, still good quarterback, still some good weapons. Quarterback like, doesn't know anybody's name. Yeah. What are we talking about? Right, but... but They're going to be good teams, 14 days for still. I have no idea. They might be bad, or they could be one of those teams that hangs around in like November, and then they are so young they don't know anything, and they just play really hard. Like, yeah, you're right. I'm on your side. He is su- he is such a good coach that I think if this was another team, I would say they're going to be bad. But because it's McVeigh and the Rams, I would say like. I have no idea what they're going to be. Maybe they'll be okay. Yeah, I think this is also probably uh, blown a bit out of proportion. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna. Hey, I'm not gonna say that's the world we live in, but I assume Matthew Stafford told some stories, you know, around the house about like this guy. Should, I didn't even. I was, he made a great play. I have no idea what. It was. I tried to talk to him. He said the word Liddy to me. Mm-hmm. What's no cap mean? Yeah. Can you? Can we look up? <laughs> 
can we look up what big capping means? <laughs> yeah. What's a glizzy? I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good, but somebody was big capping. That's what I didn't know. What's that? Glizzy? Yeah, that kind of took me back, too, whenever they were talking about Joey Josh Chestnut being able to put 10 glizzies down his throat. I was like, excuse me? Come again. What, yeah. what's, what's going what? on? I didn't know yeah. what was going on. Like, yeah, glizzies, what? dude. He's a glizzy god. I'm like, what? I don't judge. What? He's got Riz and a Gliz. Yeah. What? Excuse me? Huh? I love what you guys are saying. It all sounds much cooler than whatever we're saying, but Glizzy was not a hot dog <laughs> whenever I was growing up. No, and it still isn't. It's a fucking hot dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's is that, that what straight it is? right now. Ty, how bad do you hate me on college game day? That's what you sound like right no, now. No, well, you sound just, like one of those. I just won't do it. People continue to try to, you know, move this train Never. down the tracks. It's not. It's a fucking hot dog. Or a Hebrew mm. National or, you know, VNP. Frank. Ballpark Frank. Ballpark Frank. Ballpark yeah. Frank mm-hmm. Any of those. But long wiener. Oh, that works too. Foot long wiener. One small bun. Think about it. Yep. A little mm-hmm. bit extra work on the other side. Even better, two dogs. Huh? One bun. Mm-hmm. American cheese in between them. Oh, wow. Now you got like a sausage no. of hot dogs. Yep. Glizzy, what? sorry. On a... All right. What is he talking... You send your kids I mean, away for 10 weeks in the summer. No, you don't even I'm know about like, like summer cookouts. You. You have no I idea. Mean, cheese on a hot dog is very strange. No offense. All right. You're strange. You ever heard of a cheese dog? the fuck i have hey, heard you guys it. are eating cheese burgers? Mean I've eaten <laughs> yeah. if you want cheese on something put it on a burger like there's plenty of things you could put cheese on like if you have a hot dog put like ketchup and maybe mustard and that's your hot dog do you hear what these assholes do too they put cheese on macaroni what yeah. they put cheese Sounds on other bitches. sandwiches you kidding me they put cheese nachos you should see no it. sometimes they're putting this alone. cheese on everything but yep. not hot dogs that's sometimes bullshit. it's just a stick yeah cheese so if you're going to do cheese, just put it on a burger. I agree. They're putting cheese all over the fuck. They're big cheese. Seriously. Can't slow be. down. Yeah. I what like cheese. Vegan I'm just saying on a hot dog, it's ridiculous. Just eat it like a regular. Could be a cheesist. Yeah. What? You are a little cheesist right yeah. now. Yeah. A little cheesism run through your fucking veins. <laughs> Don't. Hey, happy. We're not associated I with anything. Yeah. This guy's got a show on NFL Network and NFL Plus. That's mm-hmm. right. Say, you got anything else to say? You want to talk about Brett Favre real quick? This Go guy. Ahead. Huh? Yeah. I'll let you Hey, enjoy that daily grind, though. I'm excited for you guys. Genuinely. Like, we are bummed because normally the 12 o'clock hour is when, Heavy news. you know, this is the, when we, if you look back in the history of our relationship, I would assume. Yeah. 90 to 95% of the appearances, mm-hmm. noon hour. Yeah. That's right. Wheel well, out there. I will tell you this. I'll tell you this. Text me after. We'll see what we can do. Maybe no. be able to work something out. No, no. Nope. no. You Sorry. have a daily show that we are just going to clip from. Now. Well, yep. the only but, issue is the only issue is we're not going to be able to just absolutely berate you right. for whatever. That's what yep. we're mad about. That's why we're bummed about because we're going to get well, we're going to get this news from the internet. Excuse me, NFL Plus. Can we utilize this clip that Ian just said ten minutes ago? Yes, cool. We'll yep. run it. Then we'll go. Ian, what is that even? And we won't even be able. Won't, won't it's be just able a to, video. Yeah. yeah. You're just a video now. Oh my no. god! What a bummer. Which I think we're letting I'm not off the hook easy today nope. because I I did see on the internet somewhere that he actually did single handedly put down three horses this weekend with his own hands at Saratoga. Yeah, yeah. I saw you wearing all your funky suits out there. Oh, I had yeah. no idea what you were doing. Great at night. suit. Great yeah. suit. Yeah, good suits. Any of your ponies win or any all of them alive still? <laughs> Yes, all of ours are still alive. Okay, uh, Caglio, yeah, yeah, that's a success in the horse game. Really the, uh, Caglios have been a second in the Smarty Jones last week. That was a, that was a good performance. Smarty Jones, pretty nice. Nice. Damn. All right, we appreciate you. Good luck with your program. When's that start? Uh, first episode is tomorrow after Cutdown Day. So Happy tune in on NFL Plus, and we'll be there. Cutdown Day. Cutdown Day is four p.m. Four o'clock. 
Yeah. Well, no. And then after that, it starts so, starts at noon. Um, so anyway, Wednesday. Wednesday at noon. Yeah, I think so. You know. We are proud of you. Can't Not wait. easy to get a daily show, Bob. Welcome to the world of the daily I'll show. I'll see you people. guys soon. Uh, wow. Well, we'll see it. you. Yeah. We'll see you. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you're rap board. Yeah. yeah. Legitimately, probably not going to have him on. No, nah, I mean, 1220 was the 1220, That's, That's the yeah. yeah. What a we had such a good deal going with him, man. He, we, we were lucky to have rap for as long as we did. We were. Honestly, genuinely. Yeah. I was very, yeah. I was actually disheartened when I read that tweet that they were going 12 to 3. I'm like, damn, yeah. that ain't no time for us to have rap on here. And then my next thought was like, I got murdered by my people and during negotiations for rap sheet, friend of program. Yeah. Good friend of program. Yeah, he comes in here. Good yeah. friend of host. Guest host. Yeah. yeah. Good, good friend of program. Actually. I love, love that, you, man. rap. Miss you. Hard used to. We're going to miss you, rap. Good luck over there. Good luck, rap. Whatever. Good news is a lot of people, yeah. Sell lot. Yeah, he can eat shit. Yeah, you, you came across that way when you were asking. Me. Good. I'm glad I did because that's how I feel because we have, you know, developed, I would even go as far as say a friendship. What? With Mr. Rappaport. Yeah, that's how far I would go. Yeah, but he say. got, this is good for him in the career. Think about Fuck career. him. Huh? His son oh, of a goodness, bitch. All right, you're being a little negative right now. You should be happy for our friend. If you are friends with him, you should be happy for him like I am. I'm happy for him. I'm not friends with him anymore. With every ending comes another beginning oh. start and fucking that's why we've had Every new beginning comes from some other beginning. Exactly. Yeah. And that's Dang why on. we've had fucking Super Latte waiting in the wings. Yeah. Salty. I, <laughs> I, I like Little Latte, but he's also, he's on his way. He's going to have his own daily show. So now I don't even know what to do with these insiders anymore. You know who's going to become our insider? Mm-hmm. Who's that? Probably Adam Schefter. Yeah. Oh, good. I forgot. Uh, good yeah. chance. That'd be nice. But now I'm. Gonna, but I'm going to get. Fuck company, man. Yeah. But I don't mind Shefty. I like Shefty. Shefty's yeah, a good guy. We too. like Shefty. Mm-hmm. And I like Shefty. Lucky when Shefty comes on. Appreciate Shefty. But whenever I say, like, I stood on the table, like, that was actually a rather large piece of the conversation. Yes. Whenever it comes to, like, creative control and everything like that for the program during negotiations. And Rap's name got brought up mm-hmm. by every single place mm-hmm. because the insider game is a very, yeah. uh, there's not a lot of. Not a lot of contacts. Oh, you know? sharks. So well, they are working against yeah. each other. Well, I want you to promote our talent. Yeah. Bingo. As long as we Man, don't We're have... paying a lot. Mm-hmm. So, like, we would appreciate team-wise. Yes. You know, if you would at least help. Huh? How about it? And ESPN, obviously, not the only company that said that. Right. Every company, everybody we were talking to was saying that. And it was like, I understand. But, like, also, we get another opinion in here, right? Mm-hmm. Our guy, like the way we're selling it. And then now we're not even going to be able to have his ass yeah. on. Nope. Mm-hmm. No point. At least Shefty shows his hands a little quicker because we know he's for sure uh, working for the Niners in Jonathan Taylor's camps. So we can fucking. Yeah, he did get a little yeah. bit upset there, which I, I liked, by the yeah. way. Mm-hmm. I liked that a lot. A little fiery. Hell rise, I think. <clears throat> also, Shefty would beat the fuck out of Ray. All rise and everyone. I don't know if that's true. Everyone's bought about Shefter's three feet. jocked. Shefter is jocked, but remember Roy rap? Yeah. Back was, there at the crew? Back in the day. It has been an incredible run having the rap sheet on our program. Mm-hmm. The weekly wrap up with rap sheet and friends is something that we all look forward to. Right. We all got emotional about. We all loved. Right. Now, I don't think it's going to be able to happen. Just calling it how it is. And I don't like it. But we are happy for our friend Ian Rappaport, mm-hmm. who now has. Connor, 
Cue mute Connor's mic so we can do. We are excited for our friend, Ian Rappaport. Thank you, Nick, for getting his own daily show. I think their show will crush. I think their show will be very good. It's on NFL Plus. People will travel there to watch it. Well, that might be the one that Can you mute his mic, too, please? We don't need any. This is uh, on. It's on NFL Plus, you said? Yep. Are you, are you serious? Yeah. Mute him as well, please. We don't need any. No one's going to see. No, let's, anyways, moment of silence, please, for our time with Ian. Let's celebrate that it happened. Let's not be sad that it's clearly over. We appreciate you, Rappaport, for all of your services to this program. You've made us better. We hope we've helped you as well. Love you, man. All right, moment's passed. Fuck them. Let's move on. We love that guy. I do love Rappaport. Used to. Used to big time. Now he's just, you know, sh- shipping the night. Two ships in the night. Never going to see him again. Never want to see him again. Well, never going to hear him again. Yeah, he's a rower. Right. Was All that right. why the flag was at half mast when I came in today? Or was that just representing his height? All right. Please play some music. My it, computer it would, broke. It would be way below half mast if it was for his height. Way below. There's no reason for you guys to take pot shots right now. <laughs> okay. No yeah. one's ever going to see him again. No, there will all be clipped. Put on social media. We will obviously try to get usage of them. That'll take 20, 30 minutes. Right. Mm -hmm. We'll be moved on. Exactly. It was a hell of a run, though. It was. It's good business, too, Rap. We'll we'll see him smoking smoking meat on the Food Network. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. OnlyFans at some point. Yep. He will be smoking meat on his Instagram. Yeah. Yes, he will. That's what Instagram's for. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm going to mute him, but, yep. I didn't no. like him wearing that shirt either. It was like rubbing salt in the wound. Exactly. It was like when Shawn Michaels gave sweet chin music to his former tag team partner, Marty Jannetty, threw him through the window, the Brutus bar, Barbershop window. It's Heartbreak Kid. Mm-hmm. Damn shame. Not your sexy boy. Mm-hmm. I'm just, oh, not your boy, boy just a sexy boy. Exactly. Yeah, I should have got that. But I did text him like, but I'm bummed about this, but I'm happy for you. Yeah. But also bottom bumps. Yeah. But I'm happy for you. And bottom. But I'm also bummed. Let's get to a break. AJ Hawk and TJ Water on the other side. Why? Neither of them are rap report. No. 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 Yeah. Suck it. Ha! Idiot. What news is TJ Watt on break today? Ha! We'll find that. That's right. Maybe TJ Watt's our new insider. That'd be yes. awesome. Sweet. Okay. Leak us all the information from within the Pittsburgh Steelers locker room. Give us all the drama and details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tear that team in half. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Tone? Right. See, I don't think you Yikes. wanted that, yeah. Tone. I don't think you were listening to what we were saying. No, you said tear the team in half, but, but, but TJ would never do that, so I could yell right. Okay, I got you. You had faith in TJ. Yeah. Being a good what about person. ML Football? You said you liked him. I do like ML Football. They're no uh, punditry show. Yeah. I'll tell you what, a lot of quotes. Now, there was numerous tweets about me this weekend mm-hmm. that were certainly not very nice. <laughs> With a lot of people agreeing with them. And, uh, you know, I, I jotted down some names mm-hmm. that I remember forever mm-hmm. and never, ever, you know, just remember. Yep. That was tough. Some of these people were real rude to me. It's just ridiculous. They were so mean. Yeah. 
It's just so dumb. Yeah, but I'm with me all the time. How do you think I feel? Okay, jeez. You know how much you hate you? You should see how I feel. This is every day. This is every day I got to deal with me. Jesus Christ, I apologize. But on the ML football thing, they put out one little punditry thing. That really... You got to watch it there. Yeah. Yeah, you, you become insider to pundit. Yeah. Boy. We're okay with you setting up the other Israeli insiders with fake tweets and copy and paste stuff, but you start going fucking pundit. Watch out. This guy stinks. Okay. Uh-huh. Whoa. Welcome to the world. Welcome yep. to the Thunderdome. Uh-huh. Joining us live from Manatic in Ohio is a man who's a college football national champion and Super Bowl champion. Whoa. A Ryder Cup winner, which is coming up in about five weeks. Congrats what? to Victor Hovland. Hell yeah, Vic. Vic. This guy's a COVID survivor, father of 10. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of Ohio, A.J. Hawk. AJ, how you doing, pal? Doing great, pal. How you guys doing? Great. It was a great weekend. Got to see some football. Got to travel a little bit, hang out with the baby. How about you? How was the weekend for you, pal? Everything's awesome, man. Weather's great. I love it. We're we're sliding right into fall, my favorite time of year. We really are. Yeah. Sliding on in there. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers, shall we? He he played his first minutes as a New York Jet. I wa- I enjoyed watching him come out the tunnel, and the boys were trying to wait back so the fans couldn't see him. And he said, no, no, we're going right out here, right out here to the end zone. This is our field, even though it's got a G on there. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go ahead and do the breakdown. Let's do it. Warming up, looking good, goes out, has a good first series. Randall Cobb decapitates a guy. Yeah, <laughs> 15-yard yeah. penalty. Let's go ahead nice and back block. Up. It was a good block, man. I had no issue with it. We agree. Old school football. I enjoyed Aaron Tom. Everybody, thank you. Thank you. I to you. I I to you. Do people know that means? What does it mean? I love you. Love Do people you, know yeah. that? Yeah. Yes, people Everyone know that. Seven okay. Everybody knows right, maybe that. Because Big Ben, Big Ben yep. made it popular, right? Well, yeah. Big Ben took the tractor another oh, round. Yep. Uh-huh. Another, another round. Another round. Love you, Seven. On that last night, Monday Night Football, get a big win. Keep the helmet on. Let me walk. This fucking mile. I appreciate it. But Aaron looked very comfortable. The offense was in. First play of the game was supposed to be a run check. I'm throwing this right to Garrett Wilson. Classic Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. What did you see and how pumped do you think Aaron is about the outing against the Giants? I mean, everyone has to feel pretty good about his outing. He gets in there. He gets to make some plays. Obviously, he and Garrett Wilson are going to have a, man, awesome block by Randall right there. But <laughs> they, uh, they are going to have an awesome connection. You're right. First play. Oh, they're giving Garrett a little bit of a cushion. Here we go. You know, stand up. I'll throw it to you. Like, we'll see that happen a bunch this year. Yeah, and if they come up close to him so he can't do it, oh, a little shake, mm. shimmy. How you doing, Tutty? Late hands, second year in the NFL. He's got to be thrilled that Aaron Rodgers is his quarterback, and Aaron's got to be pumped that this thing came with the team that he just got <laughs> traded to. Yeah. Now, with that being said, we got to pivot away from the New York Jets, and let's go to a man who holds the record for most sacks in one NFL season at 22 and a half. Wow. A man who's been a defense player of the year in the past. A man who got introed last, I think, is a rookie. In the city of Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen, a member of the Wack family, TJ Watt. What's up, guys? I feel like I'm in a war room right now. This is very strange. All right, so the idea I want to pitch is (laughs) it's a show. It feels like I'm on Shark Tank right now. It's a show where uh, we talk about sports a little bit, Mm -hmm. uh, mostly dumb. We'll give you 10%. No, let's dive in here. TJ, thank you for making time, pal. Hell yeah. Thank you for making time. How are you feeling? How, appreciate being on here. How's the body? Feels like you uh, you look better than ever in this preseason with Herbig and Highsmith being on the on the D line alongside you. I mean, is this the best TJ Watt you have been? It feels like that from watching from outside in. And obviously, you're going to give a humble answer, but legitimately, are you feeling better than you've ever felt? I would like to think so. Uh, obviously, last year wasn't exactly how I wanted it to go, but uh, gave me a lot of perspective and. Uh, Helped me kind of hone in how I want to train this offseason to prepare for this season. And it's been a great preseason all along from training at Latrobe with all the guys. And like you said, having depth helps a lot. 
So I don't have to be taking 190% of the snaps every week, which helps. Yeah, especially in training camp. That's always a blast. Go ahead, AJ. Hey, TJ, when, when I watch you guys play, your whole team, and spe- specifically at defense, too, like you guys seem to have a crazy sense of urgency all the time. Like you're always straining, always, like it, it seems like every single play, Tom and the rest of your staff, somehow they, they nail that in. Is that just the culture that he's created there and you guys are just carrying that on? It's, it's really fun to watch, actually. Yeah, it is the culture. I think any successful defense that I've ever been on is like playing with swag, being the team that all the offenses hate playing against, celebrating after making plays, and um, always living in the backfield and having hats to the ball. And uh, that's kind of what we're trying to create here, and that's what we're able to do at Latrobe with, with hanging out, out off the field as well, which always helps. Um, and we're just having fun, man. We're flying around. We have so many guys that are willing and able, as Coach Tomlin always says. Yeah, I know, I'm like a, I'm like a video game here. <laughs> yeah, I see you moving there. It's pretty cool, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited with the direction of this defense, and we need to get back to making splash plays. Um, tackles for loss, uh, batted passes, interceptions, all that type of stuff. Yeah, I don't want hostages, I think I've heard him say. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want volunteers around here. Another Tomlinism, one of the greatest speakers in the history of football. Uh, your defense is always going to be good. I think everybody just assumes that with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we saw a little push-pull out of you. Oh, now everybody on the internet's like, it's a third string offensive lineman. What are we even talking about? That's an adult. Okay. That's an adult that was training to do that. And another adult just picked him up and then decided, no, you're not going this way. You're going this way. So I can't wait to see what you do this season. 22 and a half is a big number. You break it. We'll give uh, $500,000 to a charity of your choice. All right. We'll just make that right now. That's, that's incredible. I'm here for it. You look good. Hey. That thing looks real fucking smooth. Clean. No, but let's talk about the other side of the ball now. You might be able to attack the quarterback even more with an offense that might be able to get a lead, an offense that seems to be a bit more aggressive and tactical this season as opposed to years past. Kenny Pickett looks phenomenal from outside in. George Pickens looks dumb. Like, it looks Johnson out to everybody that's been brought in seemingly working. You listen to Tone Diggs and these Steelers fans, it's like, this is the year. Is that What have you seen from the offense? How do you think Kenny Pickett's been able to make this big of a jump? And what are your thoughts on expectations that were next to none from the national standpoint before training camp started? Yeah, it's been special to see Kenny go from year one to year two. And Coach T is always talking about taking that leap from year one to year two. And uh, quarterback is such a tough position to play as a rookie and just to have everything slow down for him. And being able to play at the level that he's played through preseason has been special to watch. I mean, like you said, he has so many weapons. Up front has been blocking so well that the run has been there. and That opens up the play pass and everything else as well. Um, just very excited for this season. Uh, the, the splash plays that you guys see in games is only half of what we get to see here in practice. With Pickens, he's ridiculous, huh? He's crazy, man. He, he's a freak, genetic freak. I, don't th- I still don't think he understands how good he is. I mean, the night he got drafted, that yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Standing in front of the TV. Is he hilarious? Yeah, he the mask down. Yeah, he did the whole thing. Is he hilarious? Yeah, I assume he's a hilarious human being. Yeah, he is. And that's the thing. You forget these guys are still so young. I mean, he's just a kid coming out of college still and uh, just, just living life to the fullest and having fun and not realizing how good of a player he is. <laughs> Wrong way. Lost him. Be quick. Wrong way. Hey, guy, <laughs> hey, guy looks quick. <laughs> guy looks quick. Was that Coach D? Uh, I don't know if you see him. Oh, we got it. He is over here. I think that's why it's – what's going on? Is that Burt Lawton right there? Yeah, Burt. <laughs> baby Burt. Had a baby bird. Who's This is over here at the south side. I think it's one of those smart ones. Yep. That yeah, any. Oh, oh, oh! 
Whoever talks, the camera comes on to. Oh, wow. 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 <laughs> hey, how you doing, Coach? Wow. Plum's finest. Hey, cousin. Hey, Coach, thank you for taking care of those plum kids last week up at training camp. That was very cool of you. My brother, you know, no problem. Glad to. Hey, we don't want hostages around here either, huh? We want volunteers. You know what's up, man. I just want to come in and interrupt your business, man. Congratulations, man, on all your success, bro. Hey, you too, bud. You're supposed to win a Super Bowl this year. I don't know if Pittsburgh Steelers fans say you're winning a Super Bowl this year, so no expectations. You know what's up. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. All right, so I don't know if we're ever going to get TJ back on camera. It's one of those smart cameras, I think, that can track any type of action there. (laughs) 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 Sit right underneath Casey Hampton. That's amazing. Absolutely love it. There you go. Uh, we're back. Uh, Tone has a question for you. I have no idea where we were headed before. Yeah, TJ, um, Pat talked about the uh, push-pull, and that's only one in your vast array of moves. But one of my favorite things is, like, how do you work on – you're so good at actually, like, when the offensive linemen or tight ends come at you, they don't touch you at all. Like, have you worked with wide receivers or tight ends on, like, kind of just, like, getting off the ball that – I mean, your wiggle is kind of crazy right now where they, they don't even touch you sometimes. Yeah, I think it's just trying to understand what offense they're trying to do. A lot of times those tight ends and tackles try to take those flat steps to widen you out to have to expand with them. And uh, just the way to be able to crease it and get in the backfield quicker is just by going up and under. It just keeps them honest. Uh, later in the game, they might take a more shallow step, and then you can step on the outside and shorten the edge. So I think it's just kind of playing the game within the game. Your defensive uh, scheme, and this is probably more of a question for AJ to ask, but – why is it always good? And I think Tomlin told us, like, it's been the same. Like, dog blitz has been called the same exact way since the old dog rush. Dog yep. rush. Yeah, since the steel curtain, he said. Like, so all the guys that have played basically for Pittsburgh could come in. They understand the lingo. Conversation can happen. Has it just been one defense throughout this entire thing? Has it evolved? Like, why is the Pittsburgh defense always good, you think? It's a good question. I mean, a lot of the calls have been the same. That's the cool thing. So we have guys that come in. 10, 20 years past playing, and all the calls are very similar, so they can come to practice and know exactly what we're running. So that's kind of special in itself. But it's also just uh, the 3-4 scheme, having outside linebacker depth, being able to have the front office and coaches put together uh, the personnel that we have, and then just kind of making us put the scheme alive. And 3-4 uh, is the best scheme in football, obviously, I think, as an outside linebacker. But we just fly around and have fun, and uh, it's, it's kind of hard not to, to play your to play your ass off in front of Acrisure Stadium. Oh, nailed it. How long did it take you there? <laughs> it just took me about 10 seconds in my head before I said it. Set of Hines, yeah, Acrisure. Shout out Acrisure, Acrisure, Acrisure. Go ahead, AJ. TJ, it might be like a cliche question, but do you have any of your favorite pass rush moves to get sacks in? Like, I think what's fun to watch is when you do the old, the old famous ghost rush where all of a sudden you're not there and you're ducking under, you dip that shoulder. But I think it all has to come from – power you have to be able to threaten like hey i'm going to run you straight over head and hands does everything come from that where you have to be able to threaten power and then all your other moves will open up yeah i think you have to you have to have some sort of power in your repertoire otherwise that corner is isn't going to be as short as normal so if you show power it'll make that tackle kind of sit down and then he'll try to shoot his hands to stop the power otherwise he can just run you by all day long and uh, nothing's really going to work. So that's kind of something I figured out over the past seven years or so. Do you get stronger? You said you know what to work on. You do that whole thing in the Watt workouts, obviously, sitting in frozen lakes and going out to Arizona. But before we golf, we need a nice, you know, JJ told us, and I think we told you this the last time you were on here, planning to do something with you. You have to be like, all right, TJ, 
Here's four hours mm -hmm. for a gym that we have rented out, okay? Have the gym to ourselves. Then there's a cold tub, hot tub here for another hour. Then we're thinking maybe your nephew's birthday party for two hours. <laughs> then you get a little cold tub on the other side of that. Do the whole thing for that. You know, you're like, you're, your entire soul being... Now, I know you have a family, but it seems like it is a football. What is it? Have you changed anything? Do you feel more powerful? And uh, how do you kind of get to the point you are every single season? Yeah, I've tried to get better at the whole life balance thing, but it, it never really works out quite like I wanted to. Uh, I didn't golf many 18 rounds this year just because it's it's a four-hour process. If I don't hit subway before, I don't have a, 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 a sub out in the, on the field, and I'm not hitting the ball how I want to, and then I'm pissing, I'm missing workouts, and then my recovery is all – all messed up for the next day. So I think I did a good job in the beginning of the off season, but I always kind of revert back to my old ways where uh, I just get so stuck in the routine and uh, I just get so excited to be back here. Uh, that the train just kind of takes over for itself. I love that. I tried to be a human. I tried. I fucking, they wanted me to do it. I golfed, <laughs> mm -hmm. hit a couple bad shots. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, what are we doing? Why am I wasting my time doing this? I suck at golf. Golfers aren't good at golf. I could be working out right now. Instead, I'm wasting my time. I think that is everything that Pittsburgh Steelers fans want to hear from their former defensive player of the year and guy who's going to go break his own record this upcoming season for the amount of sacks. Good luck out there, TJ. We Thanks to myself. I like it. Keep yourself humble. Break a leg. Do whatever you got to do. We, uh, we appreciate the humility. You're the man. Ladies and gentlemen, TJ Watt. Yeah, TJ! I don't need to be like my oldest brother. <laughs> Iron out for everything. I bet you whenever that tape, when that tape got sent in to the family group. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The amount, JJ, probably. Why are we still doing yeah. this? What the hell? Why, I, didn't I? This is easy. The guy who cut your grass probably has somebody mm -hmm. in the thing. Why are we even think he went full ass over TK? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Right leg staying on. They love it. Ground too. Yeah, didn't they love it. it. Yeah, but you see the agility. He yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> great. It was great. A great adjustment to fall and not get hurt. He showed. He showed uh, his athleticism. <laughs> great transition, ladies and gentlemen. There's been a lot of conversation about Tua Tagovailoa training in jiu-jitsu this offseason so that he will no longer get injured. Yes, a lot of people thought it was a joke, but no, it was a real thing. A lot of the Dolphins even joined him. Now we're having video footage shown to us that's saying, hey, maybe it is helping. Maybe it is helping. You look on the left side, that's from this preseason. You look on the right side, that's from last season. Obviously, there's no roll with it. Lean with it. Rock with it. Into his head, bang, eats up the field. That would obviously go on to lead for a season, basically, of controversy about Tua and his brain. And what's good for Tua? What's good for football? Should rules be changed? Should helmets be changed? And Tua said, I'm going to go ahead and take care of this myself to help myself, to help the Dolphins, because when I'm playing, we're really good. When I don't play, we got some question marks. Now he's rolling, AJ, looking like an athlete over there. And if that's what jiu-jitsu is doing, I love everything about it, AJ Hawk. Yeah, I would hope. Has Tua talked about this at all? Is this like side by side ever been put up and shown to him? Because this legit is something like, hey, you're showing progress. So that, that's the thing. As soon as we saw it on the internet, I think we were all like, I'll tell you what, the fucking yeah. jujitsu combo. Yeah. Was early he got real. to that shoulder. He got to that shoulder and rolled, you know, took, made sure his head didn't hit. That was impressive. And he rolled right over. He, I think he, he'll even start popping up to oh, be yeah. like a big time boom. Like right there, he's popping himself. Like, yeah. Very quickly. Cam yeah. Jordan in the other preseason mm. game. Bingo. Yeah. Just like that. I, I like this. And if you're a Dolphins fan, shout out to Gumpy, you got to be excited. Maybe there's a little bit more durability from this little rolling session with a couple Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belts.
We need him. We go as he as he goes. Like that's our whole offense. That's everything this year. If he's healthy, we can win. When he's not, we've proven we can't win. Uh, I saw on the internet the Finn fam. You guys are getting Jonathan Taylor, huh? Is that that's what's the thought is? I'm happy with our backfield, and we drafted a guy in the third round. Like I don't, I'm not big on paying a running back with. We haven't even paid Wilkins yet. Still, so Ooh. the internet seems to think. I didn't know that it was this this much of an expectation. I guess when Stephen Holder reports. Dolphins have made an offer. I guess Dolphins fans get excited about potentially having Jonathan Taylor. I guess I would too. But it, it feels like the overwhelming Dolphin community right now, Fins Up community, is like, yeah, he's coming to the Dolphins. That'd be that'd be fucking awesome. To be watch. Nuts. That would be. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would and, help Tua more than anything. And you could see how McDaniel would see what happened with Shannon when they brought in Christian yeah, McCaffrey yeah. and be like, oh yeah. That would be cool. We get one of those types of guys. Everybody talks about our run game. We get the guy. That's That'd be a hell of a move. Money-wise, has to work, though. And Rap said that he thinks that, what do you say, more than 12? Yeah, 14. Still haven't paid Wilkins. Like I don't, Wilkins plays every fucking snap. Like, Can we just pay him? He's unbelievable. What's he He's out, for? right? He's holding out, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, and we just paid another guy yesterday yeah. instead of him. Like. Get that deal done. He's our best defensive player. That was another D lineman, right? They got yeah. a deal done? Siler. I wonder if they told Wilkins that we got to get this one done first. We are not worried about whether or not you're going to be good. We'll figure this out. You'll stay in shape. We'll get it done. Maybe that's a good thing because I assume that isn't a surprise to Wilkins that another D lineman got paid before him. If he, if he did, that would be certainly an interesting conversation yeah. Yeah. as we go forward. You know, to, Tomorrow's price, not today's price. If that's happening, if you're Wilkins, I would assume. But it feels like business everywhere is heating up, AJ. Everywhere. How many guys are still technically holding out right now and have not even been to camp? Bosa, Chris Jones. Wilkins is hold in. Yeah, he's yeah. there. He's okay, holding. he's hold in. He's okay. hold in. He's in the building. But hey, hey, hey. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Bosa needs to keep that going for players. You think? Yeah. Yeah, I think players overall are being disrespected, especially defensive players. Yep. You talked about a Wilkins, Chris Jones. Chris Bosa. Jones, too. I mean, TJ Watt had to kick a door down to get paid, okay? And he was a defensive player. Especially defensive players of the year are, are, are being disrespected. Uh, in 49ers, you know, fucking Debo kind of had to hold out. They, you know, he's, I think he needs to step up for the future of that team and possibly hold out until, uh, I don't know, first division game, I would think I would hold out. When's that? Week two. Um, they have oh. their first division game. I think it's just like, hey, like I'm, I'm willing to hold out a regular season game, but I love this team so much that I'm not going to hold out a division game. Um, and I, so I think like that sends the, the proper message. But yeah, I think Chris Jones. Out. Chris Jones said he hold out to week eight. Week you only eight. want week two for Bosa. Well, yeah, yeah Bosa. You know, because he's coming off a, a rookie contract. Okay, so Chris Jones. You know, he he's proven himself in this league. Okay, a little bit more. Okay. Oh, then Bosa. Okay. 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 You're really working yourself into a shoot here, brother. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I just think week two is probably like the best place for Nick Bosa to hold out to. That makes more sense than than not. Oh, this is a work. Yes. Yeah. 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 The Steelers play the Niners for corn. Of course. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I think Tony's on to something, though. You know, those cross country flights, a lot of swelling could happen. You know, you pull a hamstring or something like that. You haven't practiced in a while. So you're saying the whole team don't go to the Steelers? Mm, Sounds like it. I think said a couple guys. Yeah, because who knows what happens to Purdy's. How is anybody going to take this show serious if you're saying what you just said right there? Strictly because they play the Pittsburgh Steelers week one. You can't have that type of bias. Can't have have it. There's no bias here. He needs to stand. On his table. Oh, my bias is pro player. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sue me. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. That's <laughs> like I, said, I mean, TJ had to kick a door down. Is he going to, is Bosa going to kick a door down or is his great grandfather going to come in and bash some heads in? 
<laughs> Hopefully great both. question. Yeah. yeah, that's really a good it question. Is. I don't know if the Shanahan Lynch team wants a a holdout in the regular season from Bosa immediately after admitting no. to the world that Trey Lance didn't work. Yeah, probably not. Worth I don't know if now's the time to have the defense player of the year not on the field during a regular season. Right after you just basically, which I appreciated. We'll talk about this Trey Lance trade to Dallas for a fourth rounder. I appreciated John Lynch three years into this going, yeah, I fudged up, guys. So yeah. that's what we took did. a shot. Oh. Took a shot. Didn't work out. Yeah, Huge. It's, I think more people should do that. They really should. And when I tweeted out that the lack of ego from John Lynch and Shanahan here is truly rare, like such a real statement that I don't think everybody fully comprehends. Whenever you think about these positions of power, the gatekeepers of the NFL, whenever they make a decision, their legacy is going to be decided upon if it works or if it doesn't work. And John Lynch, obviously a Hall of Famer, is a player, an absolute dog, a stud. Shanahan is NFL royalty, has been since a kid. I get it. Their legacies are going to be judged upon different things. But this type of thing, a normal GM would not be able to get off from. Would have, if Brock Purdy started playing well, would have traded Brock Purdy. Like, okay, thank you, Brock Purdy. We can now get value for you to showcase the decision that we made for the number three overall pick. And I'm not saying that's going to happen every time, but more often than not, egos in pride and worry about your legacy and your draft picks and success and everything normally get in the way of making the right decision. I've seen it. I'm sure you've seen it, AJ. Everybody has seen it around the NFL. And the fact that they're like, meh, all right. Yeah, Mr. Irrelevant was the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we tried to just act like, you know. And yeah, then we, just we still pick moving. him. Still our draft pick. It's still our draft pick, so give us credit for that one. But, yeah, hey, I understand you might – you might knock us a little bit for what we did at the number three. A lot of people are saying, now you're complimenting Lynch for this? It's like, no, I'm just saying, like, this is No, but you're saying abnormal. he's admitting it. At least he's saying, yes, like, hey, we took a shot. He didn't have to sit there and sugarcoat it and come up with a million excuses. Hey, we thought we had something. Obviously, it's not going to work out from here. Hopefully, he does well somewhere else. Well, and they're probably the only two in the history of the NFL to draft someone at three and then for that guy not to be good but for their team to still be good. So yeah. isn't there some Man, sort of uh, just good a point. little luck? Like other people might would have done that, but they don't last two years after they trade all the way up to three and then that guy stinks. How big, how big wasn't the story? Yeah. One of them wanted a different quarterback, so how big do you think the I told you so was coming from? Oh, Every oh, conversation. Yeah. Any oh. conversation going forward. Now, if that's true, we don't know. There's been... I don't know if anything. I thought it was confirmed by Lombardi, yeah, but also, but also, yeah, you Lombardi. know, I don't then, know. I think who, 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 did, who wanted who in that situation? Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. Lynch wanted Trey. At, allegedly, after all the workouts, Lynch saw Trey Lance and was like, "This is upside here. This is guy. This is how good he." Allegedly, this is all. Maybe it's been confirmed. I don't remember because there was a time where it wasn't confirmed, but it was being said. Yeah. So we're not 100 percent sure there, but yeah, any decision going forward. I mean, yeah, I like yeah. a guy. I don't like a guy. Okay. Well, you you remember? Okay. Mm. Okay. Do you remember? All right. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. You remember? Three yeah. first ones. Mm-hmm. Probably good players. Your say doesn't matter. Yeah, anymore. the players that went after, too. I think they start fighting. You're supposed to develop them, Kyle. It's your job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, Mr. They get mad at each what are, other. What are you talking about? What are you talking? I did. Yeah. He's pretty Last good, pick in the draft. Mm. Everybody else said, nah, 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 a bunch of times. Bunch of times everybody said no. I said, Yeah, look what we're doing. <laughs> right decision all the time. He's back. He played some preseason game. Picked up right where yeah. he left off. Yeah. I mean, there that that story is going to be remarkable to be told later if he can survive. Now that's going to be the big question. His first year he comes in, he's incredible at football, but then he gets hurt. And then you look at his size and you go, Well, can this guy stay healthy? Nobody in Shanahan's offense can 
stay healthy, pretty much. Is he going to be able to make it? We hope so, right? I mean, that is what I'm hoping, but that is the only thing, I think, that holds him back from becoming a great. I think he's going to be a great. Oh, yeah. I think people are still, even with Brock Purdy, some people are still holding like, all right, well, eventually he's going to come back down to earth. And the people thought that the whole time, every single game and game after game, he continued, I think, to kind of prove people wrong with that. So I have no no reason to believe he's taking a step back. Okay, let's talk about another quarterback that's a little bit undershast. Hmm. He was drafted number one overall, though. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young with the Carolina Panthers. I guess there was something this weekend that was showcasing the wide receivers and their ability to get open? Yeah, essentially uh, there was one of those bird's-eye view shots of the tape of the Carolina Panthers, and it looked as though every single wide receiver they had was moving with ankle weights like when Phillip Rivers would move around in the pocket, kind of. Really? Oh. Two sprains? Yeah. Like Carson. So, and, and Bryce Young was the most impressive part of it because he would, you know, take his quick little drop, then he's got someone in his face, and then he's making someone miss, and then he's, you know, going around the corner, making everything happen, throwing a deep ball, and then I believe it was Nick or someone pointed out, or maybe it was Ty, I forget, pointed out that on the touchdown to Thielen that a lot of us saw, Bryce Young threw it, and it was in the air for like five seconds. The ball was. So the timing was perfect from Bryce Young, but it looks as though they might have a little trouble as far as speed goes within the wide receiver. Now, we don't know what the internet gets right and what they get wrong. It, uh, you know, it could yep. be a real story. It could completely be a miss. Yep. could be a little fabrication. That's Jordan Love playing great he football right good. there. Yeah. He <laughs> did look good. We'll talk about him, certainly. But Bryce, they were describing him as the Steph Curry of this year's draft. And after watching him play, I kind of see it. You know, a little bit. I kind of see he moves. Yeah. He's got great vision. You know, he's like methy seemingly mm-hmm. when he has the ball. He's like kind of looking for an opportunity. I'm a, I like him. I'm a, I'm a big fan of old Bryce Young. Yeah. Not that I ever wasn't. We were worried about his size because somebody that size is always going to have question marks whenever there's 300 pounders who run four six on the other side. If one of those blindside shots gets home, how does Bryce Young Respond. Now, we saw it in the first game with the New York Jets. He actually got murdered from behind, yeah. and he bounced right back up and let him down the field. This guy's going to be a guy, but everybody's worried about the offensive line and about the wide receivers now. What do you think, AJ, on Bryce Young, and what are your early thoughts about how he's played this preseason? I mean, I, I like him early, obviously. I think it all when you're a quarterback, especially a rookie quarterback, so much depends on the team you have around you, obviously your O-line, the weapons you have to throw to. But I like when he's in there, obviously he looks like he has command of the offense. I think it's cool seeing – how quick he gets the ball out of his hand. He sees, okay, here we go. I got a free runner. Blitz here, boom. Take the easy completion. Let's get four or five yards and keep moving. I think he does a great job of that. And like when he knows I'm under pressure, I don't try to do anything stupid. I take the easy one. I keep it moving and try to keep the drive going. Thielen said that Bryce Young knows where he's supposed to go with the ball like too fast. Yeah. Like Thielen. It feels like that. It feels like that watching him. Yeah, that's what Thielen. Thielen said, like, I was coming out of my break and the ball hit me right in the shoulder. I didn't even have my eyes around. He was like, I was the right throw. Like, I was certainly where the ball was supposed to go. But it was so quick that nobody expected it. It's almost like when you're talking about his football IQ coming out, they're like, this guy is in a different yeah. universe whenever it comes to football IQ. And then you immediately go, well, does that matter if you're able to survive or not? And it's like, Drew Brees had success. Uh-huh. Yep. Drew Brees had a lot of success. I don't think Drew Brees can move like Bryce Young no, has the ability no, no. to move. He's smooth athlete. Smooth. Mm-hmm. The way he sees things and feels things. It's been fun to watch him. I'm excited to see that team grow. And I was I was watching the highlights this weekend from his his game and he's also like there's there's something where if it, if the play doesn't go well, he, he the look on his face is immediately just so much disappointment cuz he it feels like he knew what he should have done or knew where he should have been. Like he he 
he has it. Like you feel like he cares it. and he knows. Yeah, yeah. Which I respect and appreciate. I like the fact that some of these young guys have looked really good. How about CJ Stroud, pal? Last night Man. he threw a dot touchdown. I mean, obviously oh. it wasn't the farthest throw, but that was right in stride for Cuz. That ball was right on the money. He seems to be in control, like he has been since you know. I guess the second preseason game they showcased. Preseason game one for C.J. Stroud on ESPN this morning, and then the last three, and it's like our last two, he's been good. He's really developed quickly, I think is what Houston's thinking. He can put the ball wherever he wants it. Now, here's another question. Do they have enough weapons? Is the offensive line going to be able to protect him? Mm. I mean, that's always going to be a big adversity piece for a quarterback. But he looked good last night, A.J. I think you Ohio State faithful should be thinking, we maybe got one. We maybe got a guy. <laughs> And it, what I like about CJ and Bryce both, like they just have super quick releases, like the boom, boom, and it just gets out of their hand. I have, I have always been a homer towards quarterbacks that have quick releases. I think it's so huge when it comes to the NFL. Yeah, Dan Marino, obviously, but look at that mm-hmm. ball. That's just like that's mm, right. That's perfect. a perfect football. Now it's not like a thirty-yard ball. Okay, mm-hmm. he's on the fucking three-yard line, but that ball, even if it is in the middle of the fifty or the forty, that guy's running with that yeah. thing, and he's gone. It's like that type of accuracy matters, and you'll see other guys miss a little bit. You know, like I was watching Anthony Richardson against Philadelphia. There was a couple that he missed where yep. it was like caught, but it wasn't in the mm-hmm. NFL standards. Like, hey, that ball needs to be right here so I can run with this thing. Because if you go here, you maybe cut off 30 yards of gain. Mm-hmm. It's like That is the difference between NFL quarterback up here and NFL quarterback right here. That's the difference between Super Bowls and being in the NFL mm-hmm. a long time. Like it is, it is such a fine distinction between great and good, and then obviously good and terrible. It is like, <laughs> it just happens. Anthony Richardson, he's got the if factor, AJ. It's pretty I, good, huh? Pretty good. He looks like he's the... Uh... The teammates are already rallying around him. I think he did. I, I heard you mention it earlier when he was, you know, flapping his wings or whatever. Like I thought his response was awesome. Like just casual, just add, you know, no one don't. I hope no one got it. You know, I'm just having fun. I hope no one was upset by that. I was just having fun. Uh, I was just thinking last night, like if we score, what am I going to do? And I was I like just it. having fun. Yeah. Man. Hope nobody took it too seriously. The Eagles fans did. The Eagles fans fans certainly did. The internet said, you didn't even score. You didn't even do anything. It's like, I love it even more that he's celebrating somebody else's touchdown. I think everything about him has made Indianapolis Colts fans completely forget about all the drama with Jonathan Taylor. Because it's like, hey, Jonathan, the team ain't around you anymore, pal. It is around that guy. And we need that guy to be great. And I think there's a lot of things that he has done. I mean, I, I didn't even know that he bobbled that. I'm just seeing that now. Makes it even better. Uh, yeah, even better. He's running full speed. Yep. Still got it. Same little, same little play they scored on before, too, right there. Reading that end. You see him, like, ducking him. The tight end's coming across, ducking him, and they're leaving. They're reading that end. Shane Steichen's offense is yeah. perfect for this guy, too. Dude. Yeah. This would suck to try to defend this guy. As a defender, like, it would not be fun. Yeah, he's bigger than your linebackers. Yeah, this is the thing. Huge. So, like, Courtney, this is a 17-yard ball in the bucket. Oh, how quick that boom. Was. Boom, boom, boom. That's the one. Come on, baby! He's a guy. <laughs> I think we got a guy. Like you've been saying the entire offseason, too, like at the very least, like he's going to be so entertaining to watch. Yeah, better than the last year. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, they may only win five or six games. Whoa! It's possible. I'm not saying they will. Maybe four. Yeah, maybe four. What's their over under? Three, but, two, but five, it's, and it's and like five and a half or six and a half. Oh, I think it's five and a half. Right, there we go. Up. But like the, the price of admission, like it, Cardinals you're low. getting your money's worth when you get a ticket to go watch him play because you have no idea. Like, we haven't seen someone for the Colts play like that maybe ever. I mean, I guess you could say luck is the closest thing like in recent memory, but like there's nobody like him. So let's talk about this. So if his weapon is going to be he can run the shit out of the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is sometimes a conversation 
where people go, well, we don't want to run our quarterback because we don't want to get him banged up. It's like, well, why don't you want him to get banged up? Well, because if he takes too many hits, he won't be able to play for as long. We want him to be able to play 10 to 15 years. It's like, well, if this guy isn't elite talented with accuracy, reading a defense in his arm, he's not going to play 10 years anyway. So, like, are you sacrificing an actual career for a perfect career? Are you trying to do something? Like, with Anthony Richardson, I think Shane Steichen's like, yeah, running is a big part. Yeah. Like, him running is a massive part of what he's able to do. So he's going to run them. And there will be some people in the football world, every time he takes a hit, if he takes a hit, where they go, well, this is knocking off years on the back end. It's like, well, back end would have never happened, maybe, if he didn't have his run game alongside of it. He became an elite player because he can run. Same thing with the Chicago Bears. Like, Justin Fields is an elite runner. He is an elite runner. We saw that last year. I think we're seeing it now with the highlights in a preseason game, and I don't want to give up hope too quickly, but I think they're scared to get him banged up too much because he's a franchise quarterback and everything like that. But it's like, if he's a franchise quarterback that never plays to his peak because you're not using what his peak is because you're scared it'll take away, like, I think that's a bad business decision too. I think they need to commit. Justin Fields can run. Very fucking well. Very, 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 very well. Mm -hmm. Him throwing, I guess, isn't as accurate as everybody hoped. There's lowlights that have been surfacing on the internet because they're probably Michigan fans trying to make him look bad. But nonetheless, every time you see him run, he's pulling away from people. It's like, just commit to it. And don't be scared that you're going to get him hurt because it's like, it's football. There's a chance he's going to get hurt staying in the pocket anyways. But wouldn't you want the best version of that player if you could? Sometimes those types of decisions don't make a lot of sense to me. Well, don't you think it's also it's, – it's like a fluid thing as well. As the season goes, the coach will sit there and talk to his quarterback every single week, see how his body is feeling. No, hey, we might not have as many design QB runs in this game plan, but you don't have to do it a ton. You just have, The threat has to be there, hey, third and three or something. Oh, see, hey, he's going to pull it. He's going to get the edge on you. See, I'm thinking like – Run him 20 times again. Let's yeah. fucking – hey, you are a yeah, runner. You're on your rookie contract, and you're much more likely to do it in a rookie contract than when you give him 250 it, mil. Yeah, but you might never give him 250 million if you don't let him use – like if you just have yeah, him – and be- you, might ne- you might not be the head coach in three years if you don't use him to what he can do best too as well. Bingo. That's what I'm saying. It's such a like uh, – because there's so much money on the line. There's a, a billion-dollar organization yeah. on the line. Oh, yeah. And like they're probably scared like, well, we don't want to run him because that's like running backs get hurt a lot. It's like, but if you if you do, that probably makes him a much better player for you guys yeah. if you let him utilize his weaponry. It's a it's a fascinating dilemma, I think. Also, if you're worried about him getting hurt, like he ha- like when you have a unique ability like that, like he's never going to be more explosive and fast than he is right now. Like it's only going to get worse as he takes more hits and like progresses in his career. And it's not like they have this incredible offensive line, like one of the best in the league where he's never going to get touched when he's dropping back. Like there's a chance that he drops back to pass and fucking tears his ACL week one. Whoa. Like, there, I'm just we saying. We don't like it. That chance. Yeah, but that chance no. is out We don't there. like it. We Whereas like, like if you let him go get in space, like I think he, he ran enough last year. Like he knows how to protect himself. He ran himself. for 1,200 yards. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like he. You, we need to just embrace it yeah, fully. Open it up. Mm-hmm. Like this guy it. is a runner. Zeke, we haven't watched all of them. I only saw that low light that got circulated or whatever. Uh, it did not look good for him throwing the rock. No. I assume there's some good balls that he throws. It's just not as consistent as others. The run game is his wet. Like he is well, a top tier runner, right? Is he last not? Last year, watching like every Bears game, like, yeah, him breaking off all those runs were, it was absolutely amazing to watch. It was all, like, amazing highlights, obviously. But, but all anybody was talking about this year is can he throw, like the Jalen Hurts conversation. Right? Yeah. Well, from, like, the first preseason game, it was like, oh, like, for the DJ Moore toss and the, the Herb, like, it was just one of those things where it's like, oh, he can't throw the ball far, so they try going the ball far. And, like, yeah, but he, I mean, every, it's just preseason. 
Just breeze yeah, through. Just right. try to win games. If he if he wins games, that's they can do whatever I'm, they want. That's what I'm saying though. Like if are you because you're so scared about what could happen if he runs, are you not getting the yeah. best version? Of a player, and are you doing him a disservice as opposed to you thinking you're doing him a service by, hey, we're going to protect you so you can play 10 years? It's like, is that contract going to look the same if I'm not the top tier runner that I actually, like Justin Fields has shown that he is fast, oh, yeah. so fast, so yeah. good, so Very big, fast. so fast. Mm-hmm. He took a toss. He, he was playing running back, took a toss last year, I think 45 yards for a touchdown. Is this like an, oh, yeah. is this an old school? NFL mentality thing where our quarterback has to be able to throw the ball, or is it because they invested money in a first round pick them that they, our quarterback has to throw the ball? Because I feel like in college they'd be like, run the fuck out of them. Yeah, like well, college they don't have to worry about business that's, at all. They're that's trying to win that's games. my question. Yeah. But I think it's always a business conversation. But I'm the the question that I'm uh, projecting is like, are you affecting him business negative wise because you're not letting him be his best player? You know, like. Yeah. Is that not affecting business? Is his contract? But everyone believes. Don't you think at some point, though, everyone's going to say you're going to have to prove that you can win a game throwing yeah. the ball? That's what everyone will say, especially when it matters. Like there's going to be big time third and nine that you got to you have to convert plays like this, and you have to to show that you can do that. That's what makes people nervous. I think third and eight, cold weather, out about. Mm-hmm. 14 yards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to have But it looks like on TV, people might say, oh, yeah, of course, just a pitch and a catch. No, it's much more difficult than you, than you think. Yeah. I Guy over top, obviously, have to have that thing outside knee, yep. outside or shoulder, or it's going back the other way. Or if you incomplete, we lose this game. Like, that is going to happen. But to get mm-hmm. to that point, I think, is a long shot if you're not utilizing – you know, all it may be. I'd be running all that zone read stuff with Joe. Oh with my Justin God. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Dude, everything. He's so it, fast. Did we you know could, that? You could slow him down, though. What it also does to help the pass game, it slows those D ends down the D line when they know, okay, I might be free. I'm the, he's going to be reading me. It might slow you down a step. Did we know how fast? I guess everybody did. Yeah. I don't know. What did, fast, he run, the, what did he run at Combine or Pro Day? He's, I mean, he's always been super fast. Bro, he was fucking. Stri- just pulling away from oh, yeah. yeah, Moving. You see highlights of him just – he's so big, too. He's eating fish now again, right? Right. That's yep. right. Pescatarian. That's probably going to get him a little faster because mm-hmm. the fish oil, AJ, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to help out there. Oh, but Anthony the Richardson, to what I was just chatting about, he ran a 4-4. Uh, Anthony Richardson, while I was just chatting, who also ran a 4-4, 250 pounds, 6-4. Jeez. I think Shane Steichen and Chris Ballard and everybody, just from what I've been watching, like, yeah, he's 6-4, 250, ran a 4-4. Yeah. We're going to utilize yeah, have to. him doing that. And I think Anthony Richardson likes that. Remember that Buffalo game, first preseason game, he's running straight into a guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we need to do that. You know, Let's avoid contact if we have it. But I also think we're going to win more games if we got Anthony Richardson running all over the ballpark as opposed to just trying to figure out, huh, he needs to be able to throw in the pocket. He needs to be able to throw in the pocket. It's like, let's just fucking win. Let's just yeah. let's worry about all that other stuff later because the money will eventually come if you're getting dubs. Well, Austin Connor. And if the Bears don't want to run Justin Fields like the way that they should, the way that we think, you know, they should use him similar to what the Eagles and the Ravens do, they shouldn't trade for Jonathan Taylor then. Why wouldn't you get I him? think they're on the list, right? I, we are on the list, yes. But then yeah, cause, not publicly, but on the fans hoping. Yes. <laughs> Which is great. That's football media, man. Just the Eberflus connection. I think that's the only reason why. Well, and also, and they have no running. Like Khalil Herbert is a good running back, but he's not. You know, he's never been the guy, right? It's, it's been. We Montgomery. don't have a true one anymore since yeah. Montgomery left. Since so, why wouldn't you try and add there? Those two would be sweet, sweet, sweet. And DJ Moore on the outside because that is. Not granted, Anthony Richardson, Jonathan Taylor would be sweet too, but he don't want beer. Yeah. So well, and like the devil's advocate to that would be like 
Well, if you didn't want him to run, then you shouldn't have fucking drafted him because like <laughs> sure. he, that, he had a very special skill set. It, that was yeah, but they did like they like did this, draft him. Did polls? No, no. I'm surprised he's even still. Here. I still don't. I, I don't remember him being this good of a runner. Me neither. I, I, I was I was watching these highlights of this dude run. And they were like, I think during the highlights, they were talking about the throws or whatever. And the throws are certainly in there, and you see it. But once he starts moving, it's like, God damn, this guy is so fast. The receivers he had at Ohio State, though, I, I think that's the reason why he didn't run that much, right? Because oh, yeah, no. there's no way he had yeah. 600 yards rushing in a season. He almost right. ran for 300 yards against the Lions in the two games. He yeah. Ran. Legit. <laughs> like, like, hey, that's our team. You know, it'd be hard for me not to be like, here's our quarterback. We run all over people. That's right. All right. That's what. And they they got Chase Claypool, and they trade for DJ DJ Moore. Yeah. Which I like. I appreciate that you have weapons because they're probably going to have to stack the box. But I I think my mindset would be this dude's a runner, and this is how our team's going to go. Just like the Ravens did years ago with Lamar Jackson. We're like we're going four tight ends on the field, same exact time. We're rolling. I think. I don't know. I, I guess I haven't watched him close enough to see if that's the case, but it should be. Because when he's in the open field, it's electrified. It's nuts. Yeah. He's a dog, dude. He's just an get down. Yeah. Just slide like that. Get yeah. the first down, get down. Don't take any extra damage. And like Lamar, I feel like Lamar's gotten much better at that, getting down and not taking, you know, different hits. And that was before he even got paid last year. Lamar was such a uh that guy is so you, you gotta be able to win with that guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Have to be able instead of being the worst team in the NFL, have the number one overall <laughs> pick. At some point you think you'd be able to win some games. Hopefully they will. Good luck to the Bears. None of those are Bears. None of those are designed either. That's what I'm saying. No. I'm saying we should be Gosh. we should be designing these. He's so fast. <laughs> He's so fast. It's it's He's alarming. Smooth. He's smooth yeah, with they, it too. Very smooth. They brought out. There's all a design these. run. Here yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah. This is what he brought in the design plays yeah. to the locker. Yeah, they changed the, the Lamar stuff. Yeah, the Bears playbook before this game. Okay, and that's it, what we're saying. And that after that, I do believe was. His running did take off a little bit. Let's do it more. Because these preseason things I'm watching, you got him dropping back. Who gives a fuck? <clears throat> Get this guy in a position to run the ball. Yeah. He's elite. But let's assume he gets good, uh, better at throwing, too. Way to go, Justin. Yeah, Way to go. Fields. Love you, Fields. Uh, let's talk about a little college football, shall we, AJ? Uh, I, I know that Ohio State's still undefeated. So is West Virginia. Yeah. Of course. Okay, we're both Congrats. undefeated this particular season. Thank you. Congrats to you as well. Congrats. Ohio State's mm-hmm. undefeated. Yes. Thank you. I said thank you. Congrats to you. West Virginia is very much undefeated at the yep. moment. Didn't that sound good coming out of your mouth? It did to me. It sounded great. And they, I look for them to continue to be undefeated in the next three, four weeks. Let's talk about the games that we just got to watch. Thank you. Yes. You're damn right. Let's go. You're damn right what you just said right there. <laughs> three, Garrett three. Green, who I guess hasn't even been announced as a starting quarterback. Have you heard this? No way. <laughs> just learned this. No way. Still in battle? You've been talking to this guy for weeks. <laughs> Who's he back? I did not know there was a quarterback competition going on. I didn't think after seeing him last year, there's no way this. Did they? Did someone reach out to you? Did like the SID reach out to you and say, "Hey, Pat, don't be put. We haven't made a decision at quarterback." No, I was surprised nobody did though, because I, I think I read a headline that was like, "Not ready to name." Don't be the starter. Come on, Neil. No, that that was. This has been after I've been saying this for two months. Yeah, and nobody yeah. gave me a heads at up. least two months. This guy is. I follow Garrett Green. And I always send him messages like, "Hey, we're fucking Go running wild. Trust the climb. Running wild, like, brother. Does Pat know? Pat must know something I don't know about coaches. Pat know more than I do. I do not. I was on game day. Garrett Green yeah. about to run. Wow. What if he has even headset on? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Whew. That'd be a mistake by Neil. 
We don't know. I don't hate. Hey, hey, trust trust climb. Yeah. Be his first. Trust the climb. I was just the other say. boy must be doing pretty well. Yeah, if he's keeping up with Garrett Green. Listen. Okay, Garrett Green is listed. Player number one. Oh, Nico Marchioli. I'll tell you what. I, it, whoa, you need to are stop. You, what, are what you, you what? You, need, you need to relax. What? He's a Whoa. good Italian boy. I will say this about Nico. <laughs> yeah. If he's in there, I'm on his side, That's too. That's right. Nico gets – hey, when his arm gets a little loose, Ooh. oh, my God, we're talking about Happy Valley, Nitty Line, Assassin. Meatballs and Puka de Beppo. Grazie. Slinging him. Grazie. Hey, Nick, what was that guy's name who had gabagool on a sandwich bag in his pocket at your wedding? <laughs> Tech Joe. Was it Nico? Uh, it was Billy. <laughs> Billy. Of course, uh, William. Yeah, yep. of course, William. Mm-hmm. This guy walked. Uh, I'm not gonna what? say. What? You want gabagool? I was at Nick's wedding. It was 105 degrees inside this thing. Said <laughs> no air conditioning, and I, you know, it was the most Italian wedding I've ever been to in my entire life. Both sides ridiculously Italian. Yep. Absurdly Italian. Sure. It was. Reek. I bet it was fun. It was great. Fun You're group. disgusting. Of Cologne. <laughs> you what? are disgusting. Cologne. You're an absolute pig. Not bad. Nothing bad. Anyways, <laughs> Big Frank, Nick's dad, was going to introduce me to some of his friends. And this guy, as I'm meeting him, literally pulls a sandwich bag out of his back pocket, full suit. And he goes, you want some gabagool? And I was like, I do. <laughs> yeah. I would like some gabagool. Obviously, it's 110 degrees. This thing has been heating for a little oh, bit yeah. in the Mark Caboli yeah. microwave. So you like hot Italian. Yeah, right? It was great. It was great. I, I thanked him. I was like, hey, that's awesome. Thank you so much. He asked me if I wanted more. I said, it's good. We kept it moving. And I said, God damn, this is the most Italian place and thing I've ever been a part of. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. It was the greatest of all time. So if Nico is going to go out there, I know Nico Marchiol is going to handle business. Yeah. With that being said, Garrett Green's going to run wild. They are undefeated. Other teams that are undefeated. USC, Caleb Williams had four touchdowns. Everybody was talking about the one where he dropped a snap and then just hocked the thing to a guy. I don't know if that one was Zachariah. Was that Zachariah? I don't he think so. Return? No, because he had like a – it was like a – Drag. In the, in the yeah. flat. In the yeah, flat. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyways, this team offensively absurd. Ooh. Caleb Williams has four touchdowns in his Heisman campaign debut. Uh, again, it's just – they're fantastic. I think they're going to be fun to watch. Only 21-14 and a half, though. Yeah. Mm. Only 21-14 mm. and a half. So I bring that up to say this. Sam Hartman, Notre Dame, they yeah. fucking slaughtered yeah, Navy yeah. in Dublin. He looks good, man. He's 24 years old, and he, I'll tell you what, he looks like he's 24 years he old. Yep. Very comfortable. Yep. His moxie's there. Great hair, great beard, super handsome. Marcus Freeman, I think, found something here. Yeah. This was a great play to get him in there, and good move for Sam, who had a great career. Yeah. Great career. How many touchdowns? 110. 110 touchdowns already under his belt. Jeez. Then he gets to Notre Dame primetime every week. He's ready for it. I think this is a big deal for Notre Dame, AJ. Legit. Huge. I think it's a huge deal. And I, I mentioned on here, I saw Marcus Freeman at the Derby, and he, I was asked, well, how's the squad look, man? He's like, hey, we got our quarterback. So we're, you know, he felt like good about it. And at the time, I wasn't sure exactly who I, I knew of Sam Hartman. I didn't know like the whole situation, the other quarterbacks that were there at the time. And I watched that game. Like, I understand they're playing Navy. We're not sure exactly what anyone's competition is, but the dude just, he just looked good like he'd been there for five years. I know it's his, what, sixth year in college? Is that due to COVID? He's, it's his COVID year? Yeah, there's another guy uh, for uh, – who's the 24-year-old? UTSA. UTSA. Yeah. Har- uh, Frank Harris. Frank, Frank Harris. He's 24 as well. I think he redshirted in 2017. Okay. Still in college. So, 
If you were in college at any time during COVID, you get an extra year. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you get that blue shirt, the red shirt, the gray shirt. Like guys can become doctors if they really play the game right. <laughs> if you work it, you can really get this thing all handled while playing college football. But like Caleb was good, Notre Dame was good, Jacksonville State is a team we're betting on all year, AJ. All yeah, year. Right. Were they were they dogs in that game? I know they won. Yes, yes, they, yes were. they were dogs oh, at home. I think they're probably going to be dogs in every game. Not this weekend. They got a D one double A school. Ooh. We got D one double A school still on the still on the okay. schedule because they're mm-hmm. changing up there. So we assume they'll win this game. But yes, anytime they're playing a D one school because they just moved up, they're going to be dogs, and I'm going to hammer them because they play exactly like our West Virginia team played. Whenever I was at West Virginia, they're playing really hard. Oh, they got a lot of people that are, you know, I went to on a USO tour to Japan. It's cool to be over there. Got a chance to meet with the Navy and the Air Force. Then we got a chance to meet with the Marines. We went in the Marines barracks. I'll tell you what, that was a room full of people that were ready to just, you <laughs> know, every face. I don't think one of them smiled the whole time we were there. And they were just ready. The Marines were ready to go. Yeah. So anytime you meet a Marine, you obviously got to say, Ooh, but you also got to know that at one point, they probably were ready to be the first ones out there ready to go. That's what it felt like, you know, the West Virginia Mountaineers team was like. Nice. Like, our team, everybody was just ready to go at any moment. And it was a part of Rich Rod's entire thing. Like, our entire program has a hard edge, okay? We are not soft. This whole team, equipment manager, athletic trainer, kicker, punter, snapper, what? I don't give a fuck. You are not, this is a hard edge team. His team, they got him. Hey, He's got guys yeah. down there that are just brainwashed almost like we're going. <laughs> and they're fast. And that offense is relentless. I think they're going to win a lot of games, genuinely. I'm incredibly happy for old Rich Rodriguez. And I think he's going to do some shit down there that are going to make people have to make some very interesting decisions with his future going forward. And it feels like the that whole entire style is kind of what Dion has brought to Colorado. We were talking before. Dogs, about, yeah, yeah. Like it felt that the, yeah. the whole fighting thing, if one of us fights, we all fight. Like It sounds like that's exactly what it was at West Virginia with you, and now Rich Rod in Jacksonville State, and now Dion in Colorado. So there, there is kind of like a turn of the tide for coaching, it feels like, which is great for yeah, football. Yeah, tough. Yes. Yeah, yes. I think there's like a toughness Harder. coming yeah. back to football. I think that's good. I honestly think feels that, that way. That very much, and then I, I think I saw, I think it's the seventh 7 and 0. They're on a 7 and 0 run. FCS schools coming up and playing their first game uh against an FBS school and it's and I it's a lot probably because all these lower tier FBS schools all their top guys are getting taken and they're all moving around so much and then these FCS they have pedigree and all their guys are still there and then they come up and then they they just perform well right away. So we like Jacksonville State. Love it. Until further notice. Mm-hmm. And we aren't in the giving out bets game anymore. Thank God. No. But assuming practice was a certain way and I well, don't I they know this though? To... What's that? The guys making the lines? Don't they know this too? Well, it was only one and a half too this yeah. weekend. Yeah, I, think. Yeah. I think they are. I think they have respect for Rod. I think they do have respect for Coach Rod. I think personally, but it's going to be tough not to steal a couple from them. You know what I mean? They're <laughs> mm-hmm. like, they got nine thousand kids in that school. That's the smallest school. They're yeah. up in the mountains. It's, listen to this. It's called Jacksonville. It's in the mountains in Alabama. What? <laughs> There's a Jacksonville in Florida. That's where everybody. It's in the mountains in Alabama. Nine thousand. This team's gonna stink. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I don't know if you're gonna want to fight them either. I feel like that team <laughs> yeah, probably. Definitely not. All right, let's get to a break. Uh, hour three will be on the other side. We got Dalvin Cook joining us. Ooh, oh, yeah. new New York Jets running back. I believe you had a baby. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Congrats on the new baby. Absolutely. Absolutely. Unbelievable. 
He's got to be in the middle of it right now. New baby. Jeez. Yeah, Jeez. I just thought back to my life. Mm-hmm. New baby, new city. AJ, you did it ten times. I don't know how you pulled that off. Ridiculous. Sorry, I'm going to go practice. I'll be right oh, back. Geez. Team meeting, 7.30 a.m. Group meeting, 5.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to... Is yeah. that what's going on? It has to be it. There's a lot of babies being born. I think the Mahomes is, right? Didn't they have a baby during yeah. the season? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mariota had a baby yeah. during the season? Yep. Wow. i never seen that before. I was very surprised, weren't you? Because usually the... I mean, granted, if anybody has a baby, they're very lucky and trying their best. Like, I get it. It's not just as easy to plan things out. But, boy, when I saw Mahomes had a baby in the middle of the season, I was like, wow, I would have expected that offseason yeah. to happen just because – and anyone's a Super Bowl and an MVP. <laughs> yeah. That guy's unbelievable. Yeah. Weapon. He's a fucking weapon, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> unbelievable what he's able to accomplish. And he's just hammering Coors Lights the whole time. That's yeah, right. Ripping it. He had car trouble. His car was in the shop the AFC Championship game weekend. He had to drive his other family member's car to the game. That was tough. All right. <laughs> We get it, Tone. He's paid a lot of money to do what he does. Mm-hmm. You were just cutting him off at the knees about being tough. No, no. No, no. I was saying he had dealt with a lot. Speaking I, of being tough, Kirk Cousins, nobody wants any of that smoke right now. No, 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 no. no. Don't even look at him. That beard is, or that mustache, Fu Manchu is so sick. So yeah. sweet. He said his wife doesn't love it, but like Mustache Monday has to happen. <laughs> so sorry about it, man. Just <laughs> keep it. Keep it, Kirk. Keep it, Kirk. Super Bowl. Hashtag keep it, Kirk. Yep. Keep it. Bleach it blonde. Brother. Yeah. And then even do the spray painted black beard. Exactly. Yeah. Please please do that. Kirk, we need you to do that every week. Spray Uh paint that thing so that we can get a nice Hollywood Hulkster Kirk Cousins Fu Manchu. As long as it doesn't interfere with his electrodes going to his brain. Nick is a big fan of the little yep. brain cap that he put on. Yep. Test, yeah. Yeah, I want to try that. You should. There's no way they I have one to. that fits your skull. Not a chance. <laughs> no chance. Oh, there's got to be. There's got to. They have to do that for some people with large heads, right? No, uh, that thing stretches out. It's going to melt into your face, yep. into your head, because of how much it's well, going to be stretched out to get over your dome. <laughs> Let me know if they get one for large skulls. Herschel and Mary Joe will figure out the electrode situation with the. You're right. Dome. You're right. They're body gurus, not the brain gurus. Come on. Jeez. Tony, respect the respect your elders. Yep. I'm jacked up. I saw a good omen. Saw did your arm, you probably did arms today, though, right? Every day. Yeah, of course. Jacked up. Ooh. Oh! Nice yeah. touch on that, though. Nice little touch. Thank you. There it is. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, is a man who might be playing for the next 10 years as well. Hell yeah. He's faster than he's ever been. Last year, he just ran all over the Indianapolis Colts. Just Mm. ran all over them. They weren't the only team, obviously, he crushed. There was many others, so much so that whenever he was on the market, there was a lot of teams that were interested. Is he going to stay down in Miami? Is the South Florida boy going to stay home? And he went to the New York Jets training camp, and they were chanting his goddamn name. Yep. And you see what they're building. Ladies and gentlemen, the newest running back for the New York Jets, a four-time pro bowler, a man who's a stallion that I wish was going to be a Colt, Dalvin Cook. Yeah! <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, Pat? Hey, congrats, up, on, congrats on a new baby. Congrats yeah, on a new baby. I appreciate that. Appreciate it, man. I respect and appreciate the fact that both sides were like, yeah, I'm going to sign with the Jets, but also got a baby. So 
You know, we're going to do this. <laughs> was that something you wanted? Did you want to make a decision before the baby came? Was there any tie into that for a deadline? Uh, it was kind of like weighing in at the same time because I wanted to get, you know, that part situated with them knowing like where I'm going and where my child's going to be. So like, I kind of wanted to get that squared away. Did you know where you were going before the announcement was made? Like, did you have a good feeling after the visit? Was you were you still torn or what was, how, how close were you to maybe not being a jet? I think after the visit kind of like sold everything up, just getting around the people in the building, um, getting around the offensive staff, getting around Hackett, getting around the players and just feeling the vibes, you know, off, off Obviously, the roster itself speaks for itself. So just getting around and, and seeing how they was doing things, and it was great, man. The visit turned out better than I thought. When we all saw on Hard Knocks and on the internet, Dalvin Cook. <laughs> that had to feel pretty good. I mean, these Jets fans are fucking excited about this year. And I know there's like Aaron comes from Green Bay where I think they were like ready for the next chapter or whatever and used to winning. It's like... This Jets team and franchise has been yearning for this. You feel it, and I assume you felt it, obviously, on your trip out there. Yeah, I definitely feel it. Uh, they should be excited. I think they did a great job on the front office of you know putting some pieces together and putting this thing together right. So it starts with the quarterback position. I think we went all in on that. And just adding everything we need around them, just going to win. We just got to go out there and do it now. Go ahead, AJ. Dobbin, what's it like uh, learning a new playbook as a, a running back? We always hear about quarterbacks going to new systems, trying to pick up the new terminology. Is it tough as a running back? Yeah, it's kind of tough, but I kind of ran the system about two, three years ago. So just getting the, the, the verbiage down and all the terminology, just getting that refresh back in my head, that's about it. So Brees Hall, obviously last year, was a rookie sensation. Just one crazy whenever he was on the field as a young buck i think we're all incredibly surprised and impressed he's back healthy you're obviously there as a guy who's just a perennial dog in the nfl what is that relationship like how have the conversations gone between you two and what are your expectations of that it's been good um we kind of been on the side off to the side with each other like more majority of the time he just started get, starting to get back in practice and so am i and it's just been having conversation, you know, what I see, you know, how he feel. You know, I, I kind of been through that that situation of, you know, getting hurt early in my career and not knowing the certainty of am I going to be the same player again. But just just, just putting that in his head, you know, you work hard, you get what you deserve. I feel like he's a worker, and we know that the talent that he brings to the field. So I think just, just pairing us up, I think it's going to be, you know, something to watch this year. Yeah, hell yeah, we can't wait to watch it. But, like, Aaron was Zach. Do you feel the same type of thing with Brees, like for the future of the running back position? Yeah. You know, like I said, I don't have a lot of success in this league, you know, this past, these past few years. And I feel like I got a lot more to still show to this league. But just seeing the amount of football that I've seen, I feel like I can help him as a young player just to, to get where he needs to go. Dude, Jets fans are going to hear that and be so yeah. fucking pumped. Yep. I mean, that's just how it goes. Dalvin, I can't wait to watch you two over there. Connor has a question for you. Yeah, <laughs> Dalvin, uh, we were actually just talking before about the running back Zoom that kind of took place regarding all of the running backs in the league and kind of the problems with the contracts that are going on. Was that something that you were a part of? And did you you know know or talk to anyone after? And was there some sort of, you know, not solution, but something floated out there by all of you guys as a group that you could all agree on to try and, you know, right the ship of the running back contracts going forward? Yeah, it was definitely um, 
something put together by the guys when they started a, a um, group chat, a group text first on Instagram, and all the guys that was around the league was in the, the message. And I think it just kind of carried on to, you know, they want to sit down with the PA and kind of come up with a solution. But me, honestly, I thought nothing was resolved. I know, obviously, no. they still position how they view the position. So it wasn't nothing going to change just over that over that call, you know. So, like, I think we still got to come up with a solution of, you know, how we look at the running back a little position, a little, a little different now. So it's, it's nothing that we came up with yet. So you ended up signing, I think, for $8 million. Was that a massive part of the decision? Obviously, business has to happen, but there were some people who immediately said, well, he's going to go chase a ring or he's going to chase a paycheck because he's a run back and nobody's paying. So now you go and get what seemingly is a Super Bowl-ready team with the Jets, which is what people expected, and money. Was money a massive piece of it all? And were you tempted anywhere else financially? My talent was going to pay for itself, like, you know, I know the word for Diamond Cook. Like, I wasn't just going to put myself in a, a position where I'm not compensated for, you know, what my talent is. Like, I know what my talent is and what I bring to organization as a whole, like, on and off the field. You know, I'm going to dedicate myself to be the best human being I can be. So, like, I know it. I know what that is. And, you know, like you said, I wanted to go to a team that was suited right now to go win. I'm, I'm trying to go win a, a ring. No, I've been watching it for a few years now. I'm trying to go get one. I'll tell you what, you saying, yeah, let's not get crazy. I heard the people reporting like, hey, he wants to win a ring. That's all that matters. <laughs> somebody's making money off this, right? Yeah. Somebody, somebody's going to be making money somewhere. I appreciate that. It seemed to work out perfectly. Ty has a question for you. Dalvin, we've only been able to see a little bit of it on Hard Knocks so far, but they showed you know a clip of Nathaniel Hackett being – over the hill, just super excited when he found out, you know, you were there and that uh, the Jets had actually signed you. And then a lot of people have, you know, their opinions on Robert Sala, but I think he's kind of turning a lot, how a lot of people think about him. Uh, just early on so far here, what are your impressions or what's your relationship like with both of those guys? It's cool, man. They treat you like men. And I think in this business, I think that's very important. You know, treat men like men. That's, that's what we is. And, you know, being around hack just for these few days these two weeks or whatever it's been it's been fun man you know you you know what you're walking into every day you know hack gonna be hack you know you're gonna come with that energy you're gonna bring it and sal sal gonna be sal man head man is head man he's just cool he laid back um let the guys run the show and i think that's how it's supposed to be it's a it's a player it's a player's locker room and he let us run the locker room and that's i think that's important him talking about the offense being because obviously we've all been on teams where defensive head coaches have been there and their thought I think naturally is like well I got hired because our defense is going to be fucking good like yeah. this is going to happen him realizing that the offense is going to be good on hard knocks was like a cool moment you know what I mean like when he sees Aaron do something he's like man that's the best quarterback that I, this defense has ever had Yeah, and then you get added to, is he underwater in the tunnel he's going in New York right now Oh, no, we're losing like 15 minutes or so. It's been on traffic. Yeah. At least. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back. Oh. He's back. He's back. Well, oh. yeah. What's that sound? Oh. Hold your breath. Hold your what, breath. Hold your what breath. tunnel? Yeah, what tunnel is that? Is that, is that the tunnel? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> All right, that'll baby Zach. We appreciate it. You back? You think you're back? I thought I was back the whole time. Nah, I, I respect it. We lost you there at the beginning of that tunnel. Are you going into the city right now? Are you in New York? 
I'm in New York. Okay. All right. Dalvin Cook in New York <laughs> doing his thing. Uh, I think Salah, you could see his genuine happiness for how good the offense can be. You see the same thing, right? Obviously. Yeah. Um, no, you got a defense like like we got that could put pressure on another team. You know, adding that opposing side, which is which is on the offense. You know, applying pressure too. I think you can. You put it all together. It's something special, man. I, we know what our defense brings to the table, so we're gonna have the opportunity to go out there and do what we need to do. We just gotta go do it. Hell yeah! Expectations are high. It sounds like they're warranted. Obviously, Tone has the last question for you here, Dalvin. Yeah, Dalvin, have you thought about it? And how awesome is it going to be playing against your your brother on Monday Night Football Week One and being in the same division? That's gonna be cool as shit, man. To be honest, um, that's gonna be cool as shit. Just for my family, like um, the relationship me and my little brother got is it's fun, man. We we compete, you know. We we have fun. We push each other, and that's just something. You know, that we're going to look back on 10, 20 years from now and we're going to talk about games like that with our kids and stuff like that. It's fun, man. I'm, I, I cherish them all. I'm 1-0 and against them. I'm looking to be 2-0. So, hey, here we go. Hey, they're calling it the cook-off is what I'm hearing. That's not a bad name. <laughs> get, get the grill ready. Hey, <laughs> start cooking back there. We appreciate you joining us. Enjoy your time. We think the team's going to be great. It's great to hear you feel the exact same way. You're the man, Dalvin. Appreciate it, guys. Hey, are you in shape right now? If you had to play this weekend, you could? I'm ready to go. Were you ever out of shape at your old-ass age now, or do you have to stay in shape all year round? Nah, you got you to take care of the body, Pat. You know how that go. No, I didn't. That's why I had to retire. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the way it goes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dalvin Cook. For yeah, sure. Dalvin. He's in New York. Yeah. Has that been reported, I assume? Yeah, had had to. Have. Yeah, he's well, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it was he last week. Say he's been in the meetings. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I thought they were waiting for the baby and then have a little time off. That's just from hard knocks. Obviously, I'm not paying attention. Yeah, but so no. I mean, there and back, right? They don't get any time. He doesn't get any time. I mean, that's a little surprising. No, they're right yeah. in there, baby. What are you talking about? It's football season. Yeah. I, well, I, look, I like that he signed with the team during training camp. I like that he's getting to know his teammates. I like that he's around the building. I like that people see him. That's why this Bosa mm-hmm. thing is crazy. Not that he needs to get to know his teammates, but if you can have Bosa in the building. I think you should have both in the building. Like, that is – I feel like people really benefit from watching greatness. And I'm not saying there isn't greats on the Niners. There is. Trent, George, Debo. I mean, you got Fred. Right. You got the whole – you go through – little Paul Molo back right. there. Right. Numerous – there's so many people. I understand that I'm probably leaving people off the list, but it's like I think having somebody in the building is good news. Yeah. That's why all these deals where it's just been like, they'll get done, they'll get done, they'll get done. It's like – Let's fucking get it done. What do we, what yeah. do we, you know right. what I mean? Especially guys like that, like Bosa, that offenses have to basically like cater their whole game plan around where this guy is and all of their protection. A guy like Bosa, I mean, yeah, that's the same. He's an absolute game wrecker. So even if he does make like for Diggs, I know he's playing the Steelers week one. What if he could sign, Bosa could sign like Thursday of that game. Yeah. Maybe play 15 plays and get three sacks and two calls fumbles. Yeah. Oh, and then you see this. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> I've been chilling for four weeks. <laughs> They've been at training camp. Never doing camp again, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Still working. See me next year, maybe not. Or, uh, the whole Rapport said they're not close. No. Well, that's the thing. Like to your point, like don't doesn't the team want him in there? Like, yeah, obviously, I'm sure he could be like, well, fuck it, I, I can show up on. He has Saturdays. leverage. He has all the leverage, though. Yeah, Bosa has all the leverage, and they're not scared to get what they deserve. 
The yes. Boses? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, both of Boses mm-hmm. are from day one. Completely okay with saying this is our value. Just like Dalvin just said there, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard people saying that I was just gonna do anything for a Super Bowl. I love that he was like, uh, Dalvin Cook has a value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> On the field, off the field, let's not even that's a funny thing. I should have asked him about Miami a little bit more because that maybe gave us, gives us a little bit more information on Jonathan Taylor. You know? Like, hey, how interested was Miami? Did they make an offer? Yeah. Did they not make an offer? Didn't want to put him in a spot. First time talking to him in a bit. He's with the Jets. It's the first time we're talking to him with the Jets. Yeah. We put him in that spot. Jets people pissed. Yeah. Not trying to do that. But that was certainly, at the end of the conversation, I'm like, did Miami make a good offer? How much money were they willing to spend on you? Because then we can find out if they're willing to spend money on Jonathan Taylor, I think. We can ipso facto the shit out of this thing and then see what we got. Well, and he's a, I know he's a few years older than Jonathan Taylor, obviously, but like I think everything was reported like, hey, this is going to be a one-year deal. That's why with the Jonathan Taylor stuff, it's like, are they really going to sign him to like a four-year deal? Or are they going to trade him and then immediately sign him to like a that's four-year deal? That's what Rap extension? is kind of saying. It? That's, that's, a bit. that's what he kind of implied, or at least that's what I, how I took it. He's been right, right, about yeah. stuff? Yeah. Like when it comes to this type of thing? Yeah. Sure. What if it's a team that Jonathan Taylor and his agent don't want to go to? Does he have any power? No, nah, he's rookie, no. right? He's got no say in that. Seattle. I think somebody tweeted Seattle. I'm like, does Seattle need? Yeah, they've had running backs get hurt, I guess, like multiple during camp. So I don't know if Kenneth Walker is back uh, at the moment, to be honest with you. But, I mean, Jackson Smith and Jigba, he just got surgery on his wrist, so he's out three. That came four. out of nowhere. I saw him make that great catch, and yeah. all of a sudden, next headline, yep, Jackson, mm-hmm. Jackson Smith. And, game, yeah. He's it happened in that game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, was that the Cowboys? If it was what did we learn yeah. from this preseason? Well, I guess we'll have to look back on it. Fuck. Too early to do this conversation. Yeah. The good team seemingly played. Yeah, good teams right. played. Mm-hmm. Only a few. They write about the Steelers' 2022 preseason for decades and decades. <laughs> it's 2023. 2023. Exactly. <laughs> Are they going to the time machine? Talk about last year's. Yikes. They will. They'll say from 2022 to 2023. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what they'll say. Thank you. They'll say talk about how big the of a difference. jump it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I learned yeah. that a lot of these players are working overtime hours for bullshit pay. Quan Alexander getting fined like that when those guys are only making, what was it, 2300 3200 $3, bucks a week. That's horseshit. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm not going to stand for it. No. I'm excited to look back on it in, in like five weeks. Be like, wow, we didn't talk about that team one time, and they're 4-0. Yeah, who's that going to be? Oh, I really don't know. There's usually a team that jumps out to a quick start too, like four and zero, four five and one, and then they just plummet. Yeah. We'll take some phone calls on the phone lines here. One eight three three four three two three six six three. One eight three three four. Dado. You know, maybe the Saints, bro. Saints, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Well, what they play the Packers early, so that probably won't be four and zero. Well, the Packers might be the team that. It could be. Actually, it is 4 0. And we're at, at Lambeau or down there. Yeah, it's at Lambeau. Seven and a half okay. is not a big number. For the Green Bay Packers. No, not at all. That is not a big number. I'm looking over there right now. Mm. I mean, six and a half yeah. Colts. Right there are the, the Browns. What if the Browns are the only team that's that who I was really thinking. talk about in the AFC North? You think the Browns are going to be good? No, just as a as a sleeper. I mean, nine and a half is pretty. Nick Chubb, is he getting the ball or not? Yep. Amari Cooper. I would hope so. Yeah, you would hope. Yeah, but that is not a. Oh, no, no, speaking of the Cleveland Browns, there's news out of there. Mm-hmm. Big news out of there. Drafted kicker out of LSU has been released by the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns have made a trade with the Chargers for veteran kicker Dustin Hopkins, Whoa. who will now be the kicker for the Browns as 
Dicker the kicker. Cameron Dicker is the kicker for the Chargers. This is big-time kicking news because old buddy got drafted. Normally when you get drafted, especially as a kicker, they're going to give you so many opportunities. I guess what the Cleveland Browns are saying, we did give you a lot of opportunities. As soon as I seen him kicking in week one of this preseason, and I know he has a massive leg and a lot of leg talent, he missed one to the right, and then he missed the next one to the left. And it was like, that's not good. Whenever your miss is potentially 30 yards Gap, that's not good. He's going to figure it out, I would assume. He's going to go back to the drawing board. He still gets some money because he was drafted, but he'll go back to the drawing board, find his swing, end up somewhere that maybe isn't the windiest place in the NFL, and have a great career. Now, with that being said, Hopkins goes right into Cleveland. That is going to be no fun coming from the Los Angeles yeah. Chargers. But we got to remember Mason Crosby, still available. Mm-hmm. Used to kicking in shit. Yep. Green Bay is shit. That is a very windy very windy stadium that nobody really talks about because it's Lambeau. It's beautiful. Right. Also, Robbie Gold, very available. Ooh. San Francisco, very windy. Chicago, very windy. Two veteran quarterbacks out, or veteran kickers out there that could handle the Browns' wind if they were to potentially need it. But for now, it's Dustin Hopkins who has a massive leg, and I'm a big fan of. But that's some big time kicker news, AJ. Big time kicker. News. Did you, I don't know if you saw. So whenever the game was Saturday and Friday, I don't know. Whenever the Browns played, I was watching. Cade York's lined up for like a forty some yarder. You see it get tipped. He instantly knew it. He instantly starts telling people doing this. And I, I don't want to know if you saw it, if it got up. I don't know if it got up quick enough or not. I did not they see jumped. That. They didn't get a massive push, but they jumped and they tipped it. And he instantly was like, oh, tip, tip. And I'm thinking, like, that thing's got to get up right away, man. Yeah, so did the refs not say tip? Because normally the refs say it, and then you would like that ref to be a little bit louder. You know, like, hey, can we <laughs> oh. let everybody know that, that ball was not me? Okay, that was just that whole thing. But, yeah, at this stage of the game, I would assume Browns fans and also the Browns front office said, yeah, it was blocked, but also don't get it blocked. Yep. So, you know, that is yeah. just kind of life of the kicker. Speaking of kickers, let's talk good about kickers. Kickers are now draining 50-plus yard field goals as if they're 25-yard field goals. Both Carlsons hit fucking bombs this past weekend. Now, they are brothers, I do believe. This is the one for the Raiders. He hits from 62 right before half. Damn. That thing clears half. Halfway through the uprights. (laughs) Would have been good from 67, probably 68 if it had to. He and Cole, the punter, have massive legs. Here's his brother, rookie, drafted from 57, replacing Mason Crosby at Lambeau. Commentators go crazy, as do teammates. It feels like a whole different class, a new different era. This is no longer Crosby's team. This is Carlson's team. That's what people are saying. Well, he has a massive leg, but I think the thing that I'm more worried about is like he's been missing and a lot of PATs, which is kind of, you know, like that's nice, that's sweet that he can go out there and blast a 56-yarder, <laughs> but, like, we need those. 57, I do believe. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, you cut him out of three feet there, already sound like a little bit like a hater, but all you need is to hit one of those, mm-hmm. and maybe this will straighten out the extra points, too. I hope. Right. Maybe that's the confidence breakthrough that he needed to showcase there, especially with the crowd pop. You're at Lambo, go, okay! Yeah, yeah. Because I'll tell you what, you miss a couple of those at Lambo with Crosby being there for so long, I get this guy the fuck out of here. Yep. Then you make a 57-yard, everybody's on your side. You saw the floor over there. Hell yeah, it's my guy. I brought him in here. Gutekunst is like, damn right. Old Graybird, old Crosby couldn't do that right <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. Had to. We shall see that you don't want to have a bad kicker. Okay, It shows up when it shows up. It shows up yeah. when it shows up. Mm. And normally it's a big time. Graham Gano, two 50-plus-yard bombs at the age of 37. Sheesh, He's dog. still hitting kickoffs through the fucking uprights. I don't know what that guy's drinking, but everybody needs to be drinking the same thing. He's murdering 
footballs right now, and you fake drafted and disrespected him right to his face last year. Yeah, but then I reversed the curse and I changed my team name to Team Graham Gano Rocks, and I traded Adam Thielen for him. So uh, you know, I, I honestly take a little bit of a responsibility for how well he's kicking now. Okay, and last but not least, thank you for doing that, motivating him. I don't think he's missed. I think he's missed like one kick in three years or something. Like yeah, that. it's wild. He's unbelievable right now. Locked in, zoned in. And Jake Elliott goes from fifty nine for the Philadelphia Eagles right in front of my face, and I couldn't see it go through the uprights because I was at the corner of the booth. I couldn't see from like the thirty yard and in, mm-hmm. but I saw him line up and kick that thing. Casual. Beast. Casual. Like, kickers are very good right now. So if your team has a bad kicker, know that there's probably a great one out there somewhere, and that problem will get fixed. Don't blame all kickers for your kicker sucking. A good kicker's on his way. And congrats to all the kickers doing their thing. There you go, kickers. We have some breaking news out of Arizona. Go ahead, Tone. Yeah, the uh, the cards are tanking. Uh, they traded Isaiah Simmons last week. They traded a left tackle, I believe, a right tackle last week. And then they just cut Colt McCoy, uh, who I believe was supposed to be their starter. The governor? What? Yep. They, I mean, they traded for Josh Dobbs this weekend. Right. Uh, but Cardinals are tanking. Full blown. Whoa. That, that is a was, surprise. That's he, absurd. He was like a coach, I thought. Yeah, yeah. He, he was really good when Kyler got hurt for yeah. them. And he's Colt McCoy. Yeah. He so who all's on the roster now? Dobbs. Uh, I believe. Uh, Kyler. Yep. And Clayton Toon or David Blah. Jeez. Oh, okay. They're fine. Okay. As long as they got Blah. Yeah, yeah, never mind. Yeah, they're taking They're trying to get that, that are they, first and second pick. Are they trying to not guarantee his contract and pick him back up after the first day of the league year? Which try- would happen to somebody with more than five years NFL experience. If you're a vested player and you're on the roster the first week, you are guaranteed your full contract. Hmm. So maybe they are playing a little, little fucker. They better hope he doesn't get claimed off waivers. Yeah. yeah probably would. Sign him. Yeah. yeah. Someone will, right? Obvious. This was the last year of his contract. He was making uh, three, or no, five million this year. All right. So maybe it was a little. We don't want to guarantee his contract, so we'll get rid of him. He's going to be a governor someday, I think, of Texas. Oh yeah. Ooh. Colt McCoy. He's also from our class. Me and Matthew Stafford. Has he said that? Does he want to run for office? No, I think everybody in Texas wants him to run for office. I think that's kind of how oh, yeah. it goes. Get, goes get to the commanders then. Get you one of these. Which, yeah. Get you one of these. Probably one of these. Sandlot. <laughs> Anyone chew Redman there? Used to. Damn. Not what it's called anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is it called? It's called what is it called? I'll tell you Tobacco? what it's not called. Wow. Jeez. I was despicable. any petitions hell. lately, AJ? Are you are one of the 90,000? what tobacco was. Loose tobacco, what my grandpa used to chew. Yeah. Oh, oh now make it better. Generational stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. We get it. Yeah, freedom. you're Ohio. The, uh, okay. the light brown bag, the okay. handbag was delicious. Uh, it's American freedom now. Of course. Mm-hmm. You're okay. chewing on American to me. freedom. I remember when people used to pack that thing, they'd slap the shit out of it. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, oh, is that that uh, like big league chew? You know, like the gum. <laughs> yeah, double bubble. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Put in there, yep. I want to vomit. Oh, yeah. Can't oh, do it. A lot of it they did look really cool, though. Oh, yeah. But I just would get ridiculously sick immediately upon it getting in my body tasted delicious but that was juicy. the anytime you if you hadn't done it for a while like that is the battle of the first 10 minutes is you're gonna you're dry heave several times and then once you get past that it's delicious yeah that, that green bag well boy america's best there it is since 1887 i don't think that's true Jeez. let's go to the phones <laughs> let's go to the phones let's go to uh brad in evansville indiana brad what's going on pal 
Hey, what's up, boys? How you doing? Keep them moving? Hell yeah. Just want to do a quick shout-out. Listen, every week, first-time caller. I got on here quick as shit. Shout-out to the phones. Hey, shout-out, Brad. Right, shout appreciate out you, Brad. What do you want to talk about? Hell yeah. Uh, you know, just want to say, it's uh, why does it only got to be a feel-good Friday? It's Monday. Why can't we have feel-good Monday? Start the week off right. You follow Gary V? He must. Yes, sir. Oh, okay, yeah. Gary V has a big thank God it's fucking Monday or something right. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, run with yeah. Brad. Uh, hell yeah, Brad. Hell yeah, Brad. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, normally it's overreaction Monday, you know, because we're overreacting to everything that happened in the weekend, and normally a lot of things happen for us to overreact to. Sure. But it is a feel good every day, pal. If it ends in why, it's a feel good day. Are you alive? It's a feel good day. Amen. Now, granted, life will throw some shit at you. For sure. Yeah, it will. That's why I need to put those shin guards on. That's right. Life doesn't care what day it is. And we gave it's away one, one sh- we gave away one <laughs> shin guard. I needed both of them for game day. I forgot about that. That's 100% on me. I was just getting wham, wham. Pick up some new Where are you going this weekend? Charlotte, North Carolina. Who's playing? North Carolina, South Carolina. Come on, Sweet. Hey, game day should be very good this weekend. We have some massive names. Let's go. Coming on the program. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm very, very excited to get down there. Also, some big time games. LSU, FSU. Michael Jordan? Uh, so, I don't think. That would be sweet. It would be. It would be. I don't think so, but kind of a Michael Jordan of their own sphere. Oh, shit. Oh, right. Jeez. Well I like that. Right? Yeah. I think we could say that. Yeah. I'm not giving it away. No. Of their own sphere. Is this no. the what sport? Well, I, I heard well, someone sphere, who's, I said. I heard someone who's not going to be there. That would be the MJ of their sphere. Who? You know. Faldo? He turned us down, too. Yeah, June ain't going to be there. Junior ain't going to be there. Yeah. I heard there's a chance Junior was going to be there. Junior not going to be there. Ah. The son of that famous guy is going to be there, though. I forget what his name was, the, to be honest. The author? I would have said it. The author? Yeah. The famous author. Who's boy? <laughs> he lives in Charlotte, I thought. No, he's not in Charlotte. I think he's in Detroit. What? He's talking about Wright Who? Thompson. Wright Thompson has that, well, football. <laughs> he's, he, has that, he does that voiceover thing for game day. Yeah. And uh-huh. I said, I don't know who he is. Who, he's on game, I've never met him. He's never at game day, but his voiceovers are on game day. I've only heard him on game day. He has that very distinctive, well, you know, it's like he smoked a thousand oh, yeah. cigarettes. Yeah. Yep, Marlboro Reds. And he has Great. A, so I like, I'm like, who is this guy? I'm excited. Then they told me he was the son of Hunter S. Thompson. I'm yeah. Like, Holy shit, fear and loathing. Is he really? Yeah. No. no. Turns out he's not. Oh. But I, I want to let you know, I was devastated when I found out he wasn't. Crushed. Yeah. But I was up here. I'm like, I, I'm on a show. He's the same guy mm-hmm. who has a sweet voice. Who's the son of Hunter S. Thompson? Jesus. Did Hunter S. Thompson have any kids? Yes. I don't even know. Yep. One kid oh, named Juan. Juan. Sweet. Juan. Because that's how many kids he wanted to have. Just exactly. one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wright Thompson is not Hunter S. Thompson's kid. No, he's of course. <laughs> that was an eye opener today. Yeah. Mind boggling. I was. I was a little distraught. That's why Connor was too. That's why he brought it up. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. We felt so cool. Like, that was one of the coolest things. I was thinking about putting it in my Twitter bio. On show with Hunter S. Thompson's kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. going to be beautiful Saturday morning. Oh, I Here can't wait. <laughs> Game day's back, baby. Hell <laughs> these yeah. old whites are going to hate me. I, I put out a video that said, some of these southern whites really hate me. And I got messages from some people on uh, on the old Instagram and on the X that were like, it's not just the southern whites. I'm like, okay, sorry, sorry. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Everywhere. Also the southwest. That's yep. oh, on me. I do apologize. I do apologize. But college football seemingly has that demographic in spades that do not like my op- uh, my actions. And I love it. I appreciate how like passionate they are about it. They said some mean stuff about me, though. 
They said some mean stuff. AJ. They bumped their gums. So many of them. They'll be all right. They'll stick around. They'll be all right. If you don't. No, they said they're they'll... not, actually. They said they're not yeah, watching anymore. I'm going to Fox. Okay. A lot of them are okay. at an ESPN, at and whatever, not watching because this necklace-wearing, loudmouth, obnoxious, <laughs> annoying. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So sorry. Oh. This is a Saturday morning tradition. I just ruined for this whole entire family. I'm just trying to have a good time out here. Sorry, I didn't pick your team. Yeah, I was going to say, just yeah. you just got to wait a couple yeah. weeks. You'll pick their yep. team. Yep. This fucking McAfee guy, he's... He, I didn't like, like him at the beginning. But I've but really come around. I like the cut of his good picks. <laughs> oh, he picked the he picked the Cougs this week? Yeah. Bro, okay. it's been tough. It's been tough on these internet streets for your boy. <laughs> I'll tell you. There's not been a lot of fun out there. But, hey, it's a good place. The internet's still a good place. Good place, the internet. Yeah, sure. Still a great place. Still a great place. Once, next, what, next Thursday we're live. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Gonna have to stay off the internet for like three, four months. Yeah, I thought I thought Gumpy was going on the internet now. He is, but like when you open your phone and you see your name on there, it's hard not to just be like, "That was a mistake." That was a mistake. I shouldn't have just clicked on my. Everybody's f- clicking that though. Yeah, you know uh, what I mean. That's right in your face. What are you gonna do? I open my phone. I yeah. see my name. I <laughs> yeah, gotta, yeah. All right, I'm click on this. That was a mistake. That well, mistake. and in your heart of hearts, you're probably thinking. You know, people are probably saying a lot of nice stuff about me. Man, I, I, pretty, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think I did pretty First good. Thing, very, is this the meet me thing? Is that how? Yeah. You know, because F1 was kind of taking over for game day. That's son of a So I didn't know what time, what was happening, you know, because they're on ESPNU was running at one speed. Mm-hmm. At ESPN, it was running at a different speed. Yep. And then, you know, F1 instead of game day qualifiers. Okay. Yeah. Are we not done with F1? The same guy wins every fucking time. Yeah, yeah congrats. Nine in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I heard nine in a row. Way to go, Max. We don't give a shit. No, but also, first day of college football. I mean, that was certainly yeah. something that made me go. What kind of f- the fuck's going on? Flagship here? program on the network. Yeah. F one's on ESPN. Yeah. Over game day for F1 like thirty five. I, I mean, I know that happened, but I'm just. I didn't. Yeah, I guess I didn't know they were carrying it. Drivers yeah. kept running. Here, here, well, there, luckily, anybody, I was in a group text. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know that there was not a lot of excitement about that whole thing. Luckily, it was under a caution flag too when uh, game day started, so you actually didn't see anything. It was just... Oh, yeah, they were interviewing people about what could potentially happen in 20 minutes when they're back on the track. Exactly. That's cool. That was good TV. Yeah. Not saying... Why does the same guy win every race? He's got the best car. Yeah. Yep. But... Yes, that's all I need. We don't need to even dive into it. I don't... Yep, that's it. It's the final answer. Yeah. And you can't pass people, right? Some of the races, I do believe, are time trial. Mm-hmm. Have they lost? Has F one lost some steam? Uh yeah, I would assume. <laughs> I would. I, anybody has eyes and like taste? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it stinks. What do we had do? a good run though? Had a good run. It did. A lot of money in there. I mean, there's a lot of money in there. Aren't they still building that whole? Is it Vegas? They're building a crazy setup oh, yeah. there. Oh, yeah. yeah, call call our F one aficionado. Yeah. Well, that's how I kind of do. Oh, we gosh. were all saying that, and Debo was awfully quiet. In there. He didn't have any kind of rebuttal. He didn't have any. He knew. I've tried to watch. I've tried to watch yeah. F one. You know, it's in the Brad Pitt Indi- movie might bring it back though. I think it's IndyCar. No, F one. No, it's F one. Yeah. Yeah. He's driving. We definitely will watch that for sure. Yeah, I mean, if Brad. I don't Pitt's know if I will. Brad Pitt. You're gonna watch. He's yeah, actually. He's I love Brad too. Pitt. Brad Pitt's amazing. He reminds me of Orslovsky when he's always eating in his scenes. But I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch that whole thing. Nah, the guy who directed Top Gun Maverick directed it, so there's going to be some sweet shit in there. Yeah. Okay. To, I'm in. Yeah. Me too. But we hate sports, though. Yeah. Still yes, not going to watch the sport well, after. Well said. Man, we're about to be on the road though, like 16 weeks straight. Hell Let's yeah. go. I don't know how the WWE. Oh, speaking of, because we haven't got a chance to address it. Wyndham Rotunda, also known as Bray Wyatt or The Fiend or ah, I forget what they called him at the very beginning of this whole thing. 
boom, whatever. He passed away last week, I do believe. Uh, I don't know what the internet has reported or officialized, but he was 36 years old, 36 years old, which is the same exact age as me. And obviously, I didn't get a chance to become friends with Wyndham Rotunda, Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, uh, but I did obviously get a chance to meet a lot of people that know him with my time at the WWE. I got a chance to shake his hand, meet him, tell him I appreciate his brain and everything like that. And what WWE did on Friday night during SmackDown, which led off the whole show, was this video package I was crying my fucking eyes out, just absolutely sobbing for somebody I've been a fan of but didn't know personally, and my wife was as well, because anytime something like this happens, especially with somebody who's accomplished so much in such little time and reinvented himself and really did things his way, you know? But whenever you see somebody your age pass away, it is uh, it, it hits a little bit differently, especially if you're a fan of them. So, like, rest in peace to Bray Wyatt. Thank you for your service, uh, for our entertainment, and, like, that really fucked me up watching that whole thing. And I think it's a nice perspective putter for all of us that who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Now, they said he had been battling against some health, heart things going on. And inevitably, I think the internet has assumed that's what took place. But like, he was able to go wrestle for 35 minutes in front of 90,000 people. So let's assume his heart rate has gone really high, had a pretty healthy existence, mm-hmm. you know, more so than a lot of people. And his heart, allegedly is what made him pass away. And this has been happening at an alarming rate for younger, healthy people. So I just would like to reiterate the fact yet again, like I think we should get our shit checked a lot earlier than we ever thought we had to, because this is scary that it can happen out of nowhere. And obviously devastating to everybody that has ever seen this man's work or known him. So rest in peace to Wyndham Rotunda. You did good, buddy. You done good, Mm -hmm. but fucking sad, dude. Sad, sad stuff. AJ. It's weird. It's weird getting older, isn't it? It's weird, especially yeah, when people die around your age or even younger than you. It's terrible. It's it just, is. Yeah. It's, I don't get it. It's a whole different ballgame because, like, WWE, obviously, a lot of stars have happened throughout the last 50 years or whatever. So they have people that pass away, and they do the 10-bell salute, and they do a video package and everything. But it's always, like, legends and icons, you know, like people that I watched whenever I was growing up. And some people would die a little bit younger on there, and you'd be like, ah, makes sense, though, you know? This one was like, damn. Like, this guy. Out of nowhere. Same yeah. age. Nuts. Yeah. You know, that's that was wild. That was sad. And his brain was a fucking good one. Yeah. Wild brain. Mm-hmm. The things You know where he was from? <sighs> I had an accent. Because he definitely had a unique style, a unique character from I'm not it's I'm not diehard into seeing everything, but man, he is that guy seems out there. Like I I, I respect his creativity. Florida man. Florida man. Also okay. in the wrestling family. You know, his mm-hmm. dad was IRS. His uncle was in, I believe. Jeez. Uh, okay. Brother. His match brother. at the Royal Rumble. You did. Yeah. Th- this with year. LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just was so absurd. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Never happened before. Just like, yeah, created something. You know, it's just very impressive human being who's gone way too soon and a perspective putter for all of us that this whole thing could end tomorrow. So like try to enjoy yourself. Not always easy. Assholes everywhere. But just try to enjoy yourself. Yep. Try to do things your way. Mm-hmm. And try to wake up and say, you know what? Today's going to be a good day, even though some days it's not easy at all. Okay? Mm-hmm. We all agree? Yes. Hell yeah. Team on me. Team on three. One, two, three. Team. 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 Oh, shit. <laughs> there it is. Mm-hmm. Get out oh. of town. What? Get out of town. What are you doing? What are you doing? Well, I forgot that that camera's on. 
You make the next one. Staring at my ass, but <laughs> you make the next one. I was one. fucking melting. I thought that was in, just like the football thing. Yeah, that that so you're asking somebody to spot you or something? Yeah, make the next one. I'm not doing any squats. I don't do squats, so I don't need. You don't squats. need to. You, your legs are jacked no matter what. That's thank you. I appreciate that. They are, but I've been doing a lot of wall sits. Oh, these things oh, suck. Yeah. I got my kids doing wall sits all the time. Yeah, they're they're tough, man. That reminds me, of, man. We used to sit here and have competitions like our whole football team doing wall sits, and then put forty fives on your plate on your lap. Yep, exactly. Forty five pound pl- uh, dumb uh, plates on your lap, and you just got to sit there. And then I saw some school has like a guy walk across yeah, it. We yeah. didn't do that, but it's oh, like geez. a nightmare. We didn't do that, but I do. They remember. would just come stack more plates on us, like as though you have two, three, four left. They just keep putting forty fives on you. Go ahead. Why do you stand up? We got one tens for the next two hours. It's like, <laughs> so now if I fucking, my legs, everybody's going to hate me. Yeah. Well, I kind of hate me right now. <laughs> Those things are hard, bro. You can steal them. Really too. hard. You can steal a wall sit anywhere. You know? Oh, yeah. Like you can steal a quick leg workout. Just like, oh, I got like five minutes here waiting for something. There's a wall. Let me just go ahead and boom. Yep. Just so simple, but so hard, obviously. Oh, so strong. So strong. Here we go. Boys, he's got to get hot by next Thursday. Plenty of time. All right, I'm done with it. Okay, we'll be back. Okay. <laughs> that one should have won in. It should have. And that one should have won That one should have yep. won in. Those two should have won in. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the deal is yep. today in the Thunderdome. I don't like it. Okay? <laughs> We're going to come back tomorrow. Things are going to get cleansed. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Let's get some of that yep. shit that gets the bad spirits yep, out. The yeah. Sage. 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 Right? Yep. Kyrie stuff. Don't give up yet. Never. He's got a new haircut. You see that? Yeah, I did. He looks sweet. He does. Oh, Ooh, so God. Man, that was wow. Fun. Jesus. That was in. Every one of them. Every ball. Mm-hmm. This is me golfing at Tahoe, by the way. <laughs> That's the one. Son of a bitch. Missed the whole thing. <laughs> We're back tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's big time show. Big thanks to Dalvin Cook. Yeah, let me see that thing. Yeah, please. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yep. you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lost up my hands a little bit here. There it is. Oh, yes. Warm them up. Russ, seriously, what was the idea behind this? Oh. What was it supposed <laughs> to do? What do you I, think? I have no idea, but I have gotten more tweets from people just, I mean, that thing, the price just continually is getting slashed. I mean, that thing is in <laughs> 99 cent bins at every Target, Walmart, sporting goods be. store. And we know why. Country. Yeah. We know why. Yeah. It's impossible to play catch with. It is. And yeah. they advertise it like you can throw it 400 yards. You're, you can't. You're, you can, but uh, maybe like one out of every 50. And the other ones, usually you're throwing about 12 yards and they're just going right, right to the ground. Because yeah. the people don't know how to calibrate it. <laughs> tight spiral. Yeah, thank God that didn't hit the backboard. Would have broke it. Yeah. yeah. You're right. That's what I was trying to put the touch on it. For. Yeah, mm-hmm. just yeah, right, in the, right in the bucket. I might have learned a golf swing, AJ. Just a heads up. Uh-oh. Okay, new, going through a swing change? Yeah, I am. I'm rebuilding it from the fucking ground up. I said I was gonna, <laughs> it's a big one. I love hearing that. I'm starting with my feet. I'm going all the way through my body. I'm building this thing. For the, <laughs> Where'd you get it? YouTube clip or what? Who yeah, was it? Instagram. Thank you. That was reels. Yeah, I got a You're not coming out of the pocket? Aren't you coming out of the pocket still? I am coming out of the pocket just a little differently. I'm coming out a little bit differently now. Looking forward to it. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday morning, mm-hmm. we're going to be live out back in the morning. Probably 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., we're going to be live here on the YouTube. 
Uh, trying to hit all in one. We'll probably do like $100,000 of charity thing if somebody hits Nice. For an hour. Perfect. Make it. You want to come out for it? Uh, I don't know if I could, but that'd be nice. Uh, I, I'd, I'd have to say no. Okay, Ravsy. Yeah, we'd love to have it for charity, you know, because you're a good player. Right. Mm-hmm. Come on. All right. Just think about it. Helping the world, maybe. Okay. All right. Consider thanks. something. Big thanks to Dalvin Cook, TJ Watt, and obviously the last appearance Ian Rapport's ever made on the show. Yep. Happened today. Yep. Good run. People are coming. That show's going to blow up, though, on NFL Plus. You freaking huge, man. It's a great idea. What? I think so, too. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's not dead. No. Uh, no. Appreciate you, buddy. You've helped us out immensely. We've loved it. Did he say the show is live from like 12 to 1240? It was. <laughs> All right. We don't need to get it. No, for real. But then he said then it replay. I thought it was a two-hour show. Yeah, but you got to remember probably commercials over there on NFL Plus. Yeah. We got to plug the other NFL Pluses. Mm-hmm. You know. It's a lot of different I got to figure out what NFL Plus is, honestly. It's a website. <laughs> Well, the preseason's over. Right, you, don't an app. It. you don't need it anymore. So. App, website, what is it? No, you can watch oh. Red Zone on your phone if you have it. Oh, okay. Oh, I will get it. Well, YouTube TV, you can watch Red oh. Zone on your phone, too. You, you can watch primetime games as well. I will get it, and I will watch rap while we're live. Are you, rap yep. will be right here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just in case. Always. Always with me. The amount of, I mean, a lot of people are, ba- our people are bashing me about, oh, I'm not going to be able to have rap trade on. We had Schefter on a couple of weeks ago. Literally one day after and before Rap Sheet coming on. And there were some people who were like, can't have Rap anymore on because you're on ESPN, huh? Sell out, sell out, sell out, sell out, sell out. It's like you have no idea what I actually had to do to get Rap to remain on the program. And then he just gets a fucking daytime show out of nowhere. It's because Rap's a dog, which is why we want him on the show. Yeah, We're happy he's a daily guy. Good luck, Rap. Good luck, Rap. Most dogs are loyal, though, so he's not really a dog. He's kind of like a... Uh, no, there's some dogs that get adopted, you know? Yeah, and then they're loyal to that person forever. So, like, rap being from NFL Network would be like an ESPN adoption, right? What were they before, ZD? Four and a half. <laughs> Colt McCoy gets cut. The Arizona Cardinals over-under on wins. Number drops from four and a half to three and a half. That's what Colt McCoy does. That's right. Colt McCoy moves... The fucking book. Mm-hmm. There's been other quarterbacks that have been signed to like $90 million, $100 million contracts, and the book doesn't move at all. Colt McCoy gets released from the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> they go, whoop, they take a game off. They're, they're, if they're making that decision right now, who knows what else they got going on. Yeah. At least a game. Could have won half a game. Yeah. Could have won half. They decided to go full game, obviously. Congratulations to Colt McCoy being a fucking influencer. Wow. Congrats to Colt McCoy still having the juice. And congrats to the Cardinals 
doing whatever they think they're doing to win games. There are still four and a halfs out there. If you if you think Colt moves the number that much, you could go get him, uh, and you could you know make that bet. Okay. Yeah, see, that would be Billy Walters. Yeah, right. So they moved to three and a half on DraftKings, but somewhere else it's probably a four and a half. Mm-hmm. So if you think it's an under, you could probably steal a game right now Ooh. with whoever. This is what Billy Walters would tell us to do. That's right, and that is also in a book. Um, if you look in. <laughs> Billy Walters is in 10 books right now. Yes. Trying to get this bet in for the under yeah, yeah. on the Cardinals right. now that he saw one move and nobody else has moved. Okay, fascinating. Look at us learning from our conversation. Yeah. And we haven't even been in the book yet. Oh. No. But we will. That's right. This week. We just won. Holy shit. Look at us. Look at us. We just beat the book. Just did it. Good work, boys. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Tomorrow's a loaded show. Should be a good time. Actually, I don't think we have anybody on it, but we will by the time tomorrow comes. Yeah. Which. Oh, we got Hovland on. Yeah. Oh, hey, we got hey, Hovland on. Twelve twenty. Vic. He. Vic. He's a machine. Yeah. Yes. yes. Could not. Be. He's awesome. Did you watch? I watched the whole thing. I didn't see all of it, but I saw a good chunk. I had a great afternoon. I had a great afternoon with Hovland and Xander Shoffley. I mean, they were playing incredible golf. That was yeah. a lot of fun. Normally, in those types of situations, especially in the modern era, somebody doesn't answer the bell. Xander Shoffley answered the bell. He was down six at one point. You would think he would give up. He did not. We're talking birdie, birdie. He gets that thing to five. They thought, oh, this could be a two. They could get it to three. Hovland buries like a fucking 30-foot putt. I mean, it was like actual. It was good golf. It was very good golf to finish up the PGA season. He wins $18 million on a Sunday, plays incredible golf, and we'll be talking to him tomorrow. That handsome Norwegian's great for golf. Oh, he is. Huge. He is great for golf, dude. He is. He's always, like, smiling, seems to be having a great time out there. Yeah, he just, yeah, he's a stud right now. He can't miss. Plays quick. Plays quick. 25. (laughs) He plays quick. He's having fun. He's good. He buries putts. He seems to be very poised and comfortable. They said he started working with certain different numbers coaches, some paisan they hired uh, to get in the data and analytics where he's giving up strokes because his course management, I guess, was shit. Crop back in the day. Like, hey, you're losing strokes, but you're going for here. You need to be going here to here. They made him like a smarter golfer. I think he worked on a guy on his uh, short game because the short game wasn't great. Hired like a short game coach to bring into his thing and just became like dog so good wins the last two tournaments of the season obviously going in the Ryder Cup should be great uh can't wait to talk to him tomorrow okay it's good news yes yes, it'll be sweet okay sick and how many days away from football are we we're 10 days away from NFL tomorrow we will be what Nine days away from NFL football. Shane Leckler will join us tomorrow. Ooh, hell celebrate yeah. Nine days away from NFL football in my eyes the greatest nine that the NFL has ever seen hell yeah only made like 10 straight Pro Bowls or something like that as a punter. Texas boy. Right. He's a Texas boy. Mm-hmm. We'll have one of these in. Yep. Okay. And would much rather be doing one of these Hell than yeah. just murdering footballs. But he did it for like 20 years better than everybody. He's probably the next Hall of Fame punter. Should be at least. Legend. Can't wait to watch that and chat with him tomorrow. He was in town a couple weeks ago with his daughter's softball team. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Remember he sent me a text at like yeah. oh, 10 yeah. o'clock at night. And he said, hey, tomorrow morning, me and 27 girls are coming to your office. I want to show them what your, uh, what your show looks like. And I'm like, that's not happening, Shane. Okay, we're in the middle <laughs> of a lot of things. So he'll probably call me a big timer because I wouldn't let four different softball teams in here in the middle of a work day. <laughs> mm-hmm. But can't wait to chat with them, AJ. Can't wait to chat with them. I'm shocked. You didn't want them all coming in? He said Checking me, it out? Just a matter-of-fact text. Tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., me, 24 softball girls I'm in town with, coming to see the Thunderdome. I'm like, yeah. can't happen. See you then. <laughs> can't happen. He's like, oh, oh big time. 
Oh, you know that whole thing. That whole thing. It's like no, I got meetings. What do we? Yeah. What do we think this is, pal? We're Maybe. trying to. We're trying to do a life. But if I was Shane Leckler, I would be a much better human, a much more hilarious human, and a much better punter. He'll be on tomorrow. Can I? Oh yeah. Go. All right. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice. Uh, could change their life. Goodbye.